0: Previously on the Sports Refuge Podcast. I kill a Turkey. I mean, I'll watch kill a Kill Turkey kill anybody any day, you know? Because they're some pretty mean birds and stuff. You ever been chased by a turkey? From Delaware, Almost Live. This is a Sports Refuge Podcast. This is the weekly podcast featuring interviews with guests discussing their connection to sports. And now Here's your host, Earl Holland. And welcome to the Sports Refuge Podcast. I'm your host, Earl Holland. This is a show where guests share their connection with sports and a little bit more. This week's episode is a bit of an interesting one, as I decided to go a bit of a different route when it comes to subject content. This is sort of of the ilk of our most recent episode involving the Oscar song crossover I did with the Movies in a Mail podcast. This one was something I had been talking about for a very long time. I always thought about how TV themes have been so impactful over the history of the medium. One thing that's been very integral to the part of television and the role and the history of television has been TV themes. And that's something that I honestly admit I have a fondness for. I could easily tell you how many times I would watch a show just for the theme and then change the channel. Of course, as I've gotten older, some of those shows that I've watched for the theme now actually have become part of my regular tradition in watching as well. So the theme is an extra bonus in addition to the content. In this episode, I joined good friends Brad Wilkins and Ben Penserga of the Movies and a Meal podcast, along with good friend Mark DeMora, as we talk about some of our favorite TV themes across the history of television, spanning genres, and even decades. And of course, we have a little bit of a hierarchy of how we're doing this, and of course, we'll go into that a little bit further, but we picked our three Fest favorites as our top one would be our favorite choice. And of course, we'll have those songs available in the show content on our blog, thesportsrefuge.com, so you're able to see our whole playlist of songs and even a couple of other nuggets that are in there as well. So without further ado, here are Ben Penserga, Brad Wilkins, and Mark DeMora, along with myself, as we discuss some of our favorite TV themes. Welcome to a very special collaborative episode of both Movies and the Meal and the Sports Refuge Podcast. This was something we were trying to work on for a very long time. It was just really hard trying to really get the format down, but we are going to do actually a countdown of some of our favorite TV themes. When it comes to television, a theme song is just as important as the title of the show. They can be the hook that pulls you in. Sometimes it can be a summary. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be related to the show itself. It can be just very catchy. It can be just in your ear. And I know that my guests and myself, we have a vast, vast wealth of TV themes that we can always think of that run through our head. Sometimes they just pop in there when you least expect it. And of course, before we go ahead and describe the rules, I want to introduce everybody, of course. Friends of the show, a lot of you guys know everyone, starting off with the Movies and meal podcast as well, Ben Penserga and Brad Wilkins. How are you guys doing? All right. How
1: y'all doing? Hey, Earl. How you doing, man? Yeah,
0: I do appreciate you guys being here. And of course, another friend of the show, Mark DeMora. I'm glad you were able to be a part of this because we were talking about this too, and I thought the more the merrier. And, and we all, I'd say we're pretty much big TV heads. We've watched television shows pretty much. All our lives and varying from our backgrounds pretty much it's mainly eighties, mainly nineties, and even Mm -hmm. to today, even though I think the era of the TV theme has sort of gone away. I agree completely. It it seems like it was like the twenty
2: like two thousand fifteen, maybe a little before that. It just seems like they, they they do away with the theme song. It's just like either a splash screen where it just shows the title of the show and then it goes on, or it's like a little like five second ditty or something and then it goes on. And it, and it's a shame because theme songs are iconic. It just starts to show, it just gets you energized and, and interested in the show, It'll catch you just like that. So and, mm-hmm. uh, it's a shame to see it go, but I mean,
3: life goes on, I guess, but it's a shame. Right, what, what I'm interested in is that we're all of a relatively similar age. Um, I think we all know that we're each big TV fans. We all have specific genres we all gravitate towards. Earl, obviously, on the sports end, and um, I'm a big 80s fan, you know, Earl and I are great big game show fans, and so, but I also think that, you know, even though we're all the same age, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how different our lists are, you know, and see, like, you know, again, where we tended to lean towards in terms of a great show, like Earl and I have talked about before, it was very tough to just narrow it down to what we had, you know, when you watch so much TV in your life, how can you get it down to a little short list of, you know, songs that, you know, really resonate with you? I don't know. So. Yeah. When Earl and I were kind of batting this idea
1: around for a year and then a couple weeks ago, I thought, okay, it might be a good time to do it. And I had talked to Earl and I was ready to hop on and just do it. And then when I actually sat down and started listing the songs, it got too hard. I'm like, I, I need more time. Yeah, <laughs> I need an extension mm-hmm. before I can figure it out. Yeah, and,
2: it's, I mean, I think we all at least had a list of at least 50 songs, 40, 50 songs that I mean, we eventually mm-hmm. jotted down. And I think I'm a little bit behind from from y'all when it comes to like the girth of the amount of uh, music uh, and theme songs, because I, I'm not the biggest classic tv fan i was born mid 80s so i kind of got in late on the 80s shows and then the 70s themes i kind of had to go back and listen on your music outlets youtube spotify all that stuff just to try to catch up with so i might not know much about the uh the tv show but i tell you what their theme song was pretty daggum good for that way so Mm -hmm.
1: yeah and it's you know with the lists and everything like that Ultimately I just put some down and yeah. if you ask me tomorrow or if you ask me yesterday, the whole list will be entirely different almost. It's really yeah. Different. And it's just to the point where like well, let's just sit down and whatever whatever comes out of my mouth as we record, that'll be the list for today and if, if we did this a week later
3: then it would be totally different, yeah. I'm sure.
2: Week, month, year later it could probably completely change. You might not even have your number one pick, the
3: uh, It's the same argument pension. that you know being a big gamer and a big big retro gamer, I get asked all the time, Oh, what's your favorite games or all that kind of thing? It's like, depends on what day of the week you're asking me. You know, it's yeah. just like every something different. One day I might be feeling like a Mario, or the next day I'm feeling Zelda, then the next day I'm feeling a Contra. Today I might be feeling Charlie's Angels. Tomorrow I might be feeling, you know, Murder She Wrote. Who knows? You know, it's just depending how we're feeling every day, it could change drastically. In a year from now, it could be, I. Concur totally.
0: <laughs> I always see it like this. When it comes to music, even if I'm listening to an iPod or some music thing, a song that I really like today, I'll feel great about it. Tomorrow, I'm like, nah, I'll pass on it. And that's mm-hmm. how it goes with, with these TV teams as well. And the biggest thing was, as a lot of you are listening right now, a lot of us probably took out 50, 60 songs that we thought of, and there are so many more that we didn't even either think about or think that would merit it, and we had to change the format around. Initially, we were going to do sort of this thing based on genre, and we were gonna do a top 10 list, So we were gonna take one out of each category, and then put that in our order from 10 to one, and then talking to Ben, that just seemed like that would be a little tough, especially so many TV themes, that would be hard. And then we came up with this format, which is plain and simple. There are seven categories and they are all based on particular styles and genres. And we pick three, the first two that we mention are honorable mentions, and then we go into our number one pick and why it's our favorite theme. And we'll we'll expound on it for a couple of minutes and then we'll move on. The categories, of course, are cartoons, dramas, instrumental theme, songs with lyrics, variety, which pretty much encompass live action kid shows news shows, documentaries, sports shows, game shows, dance shows, talk shows. Then we have a pre-80s and or black and white. And Our final category, of course, is the 1980s to the present. That allows for a different leeway because television changed especially in the 80s on today. And I know it's easy to say that I feel like as Brad mentioned, maybe 2015 was the era of the decline of TV themes, but I can feel like maybe the early two thousand, maybe late 90s, early 2000s, especially the advent of syndicated episodes. And then, of course, you also have people trying to crunch more commercials and credits into it. So they'll squeeze the credits. You won't even see it that often. And I think that's where I feel like the big change might be. These categories were a perfect fit as to what we needed to do and what we thought would be a good combination of things. And of course, we'll go... Each category, each one of us will give our three, and we'll set that timer maybe about three minutes for each person. You may want to save your, for your number one pick why it, it resonates with you so much, but we're going to keep going. If we'll go from the top down, and we'll go comedies, and we'll start with Ben, then Brad, then Mark, then myself, and we'll go from there. If
1: you want to start off, Ben,
0: where did you go for your two honorable mentions for
1: cartoons? It's all based on personal taste and what you grew up with and because those are your first impressions and those are the ones that stick with you. My two honorable mentions, Robotech, which is a 1980s anime theme, you know, it spanned, I don't know, it was like 85, 65 episodes. It's still... To this day, I still enjoy watching it. Um, it's just a great cartoon drama, really, because it's it really dealt with a lot of serious issues, you know, people dying and everything like that. But it's an instrumental. It's a march, if you know. Um, and every time I hear it, I just enjoy that. The other one from the 80s, I think it's a little bit obscure. I don't even know if any of you guys remember it. It's called Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Oh, if you've goodness. ever heard of that theme, huh? you know it's just a really rockin' 80s theme with lyrics and everything like that. And number one is because... You guys know I love G.I. Joe, so (laughs) the G.I. Joe theme, real American (laughs) hero. The first, you know, the original one, you know, uh, that Sunbow did, Deke did another one uh, later on when uh, it was switched, and that one's fine, everything like that, but the original theme... Everybody knows it. And when I picked all these things, I really tried to go with uh, stuff that, one, I liked, but also was iconic. And almost everybody knows the G.I. Joe theme, especially people of our age. You know, they Mm -hmm.
3: they know it pretty well. So
1: We were thinking, I was telling Mark, I'm thinking G.I. Joe is going to be one
0: that
3: Ben is going to have. Yeah, I even picked that out, too. I was like, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Those are a little outside my range, except for G.I. Joe. I remember the first time I actually watched G.I. Joe. I watched it like, 94. So I I saw the got-to-get-Joe-tough version that's the one i remember but then after watching some of those early ones i think those first couple ones were pretty good they're pretty solid
3: yeah i preferred the early ones too i'm right there with you but it wasn't until the 90s i ended up catching gi joe too so
1: they're all live streamed on youtube now actually so oh they are yeah yeah
3: nice okay yeah, Officially,
1: not even like bootleg like officially <laughs> we can't talk about that bootleg
0: stuff <laughs> Brad with your picks what do you have for your three cartoon themes?
2: All right. My two honorable mentions, they're near and dear to my heart. I'm not even going to list them. Um, one of the honorable mentions is actually Batman, the animated series. Um, mm-hmm. It's its an iconic theme that just, it's slow, it's melodic, it's dark. It gives that theme of something's happening, and all of a sudden it's just like right in the middle. It's like, boom, everything lets loose. There's a lot of... Um, High pitched um, instruments and stuff, and it just at the end, it just you get that little lightning flash and and uh, you see Batman there. It's just it's an, it's an iconic theme. So uh, that's one of my honorable mentions. The other one's actually The Simpsons. I'm going to change it up a little bit, but The, the Simpsons. It's a, it's that is another very iconic theme. It starts off with a nice um, melody, and it's just so timely. Just seeing the video of just Bart skateboarding through Springfield, and then Maggie and Marge just driving the car and everything. It's, it's iconic scenes, but My pick, and actually, when you said cartoon, I kind of put a caveat there slash anime. And my pick is actually going to be probably obscure uh, for some, but it's actually the intro theme. It's called Tank from Cowboy Bebop. It's an Mm -hmm. anime show that only lasted, I think I only had one season. But uh, and actually, I like the exit theme better than the intro theme. I was pretty sure we were sticking to intro themes, but this theme is still good. It's just, it's frantic pace throughout it's. And I think Earl, you were the one who said this uh, before. It's like horns make everything so much better. And you have a lot of horns in this. You got a lot of percussion. You've got a lot Mm -hmm. of um, um, your wind works too. You got some, uh, some uh, clarinets some saxes, some uh, flutes. I mean, it's just, it's all there. It's so good. Um, It's just, it's, it just, it just picks you up and it just, Pows you right in the face, and it just makes you want to stick around for, for the show, each and every episode. So, uh, so that's mine. It's uh, Tank from Cowboy Bebop, my number one. So,
1: and I had one that I have that's technically a closing theme. Okay, so,
2: yeah, I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't quite sure, so I just stuck with intro themes. But it's still a good. It's almost mm-hmm. like a one in one A, but that's mine as uh, the intro theme to Cowboy Bebop. Pretty
0: cool. choice. Yeah, Mark, what are your three choices?
3: So. As Earl heard about last night, I didn't expect the cartoon themes to be my hardest list to narrow down, but it actually was. So I ended up still like last night having like eight themes on there when I had pretty much gotten everything down to three or four. And I was like, oh my goodness, the cartoon music when I grew up was really just spectacular. So I ended up shifting some things around and we'll see some cartoon themes elsewhere. But my two honorable picks, the 1992 X-Men cartoon theme. Mm -hmm. Wow. And... And I'll tell you that I didn't even really watch the cartoon much, but you know, it came on around the same time as Power Rangers when I was a kid. And I would tune in just to hear that intro, man. I mean, I didn't even have to watch the whole show. I'd listen to that song and it would just juice me up a bit. It's a really energizing song and it was a great lead in for the show. um, Now that of course I've seen more episodes as an adult, Um, it's a great theme and I think it's honestly like one of those themes that which could be used just in any of the x-men movies in some form anymore they didn't they just keep it to the cartoon they could have rearranged and done so much of it and it's also i think one of those again themes of which even if you didn't watch the show people are like i that theme is familiar i've heard that theme so x-men theme is great another one from that era very much the era when i grew up Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Yeah. You know. <laughs> hip-hopping and bopping and just dramatic sort of intro for a song for a show that's supposed to be kind of light. The intro song is actually kind of dramatic and pulse pounding and has a nice speed it. And again, all the instruments, all different types of just ups and downs and sound that it has. I, I'm not as good at picking out different types of instruments. So I say it's, you know, you know I, sometimes I'll pick out a horn, but or yeah. something like that. But the guitar in it is great. And the song overall is just catchy and you can sing along with it. Mm-hmm. So those are my two honorables my top pick which is again i just rearranged last night um a little bit obscure as you might know it but it is the theme song to the cartoon david the gnome so david the gnome was actually an insanely you know like important cartoon for me as a kid it had like the environmental theme and it was one of those that even as it was like one of those which i hate to say this kind of made me a tree hugger A bit. That's part of the theme of the, it's part of the idea of the show. But the lyrics, it's a whimsical kind of song and very kind of youth and just nice and just has a great message to it. It's talking about what you can see in the forest and just letting your imagination go and taking care of what's around you. And so, which is the theme of the song of the show itself. So that theme just, again, stuck with me over many, many years. And I think the message is great. And I think it was a great intro to the, show itself so my top pick for cartoons was david the gnome <laughs> the
0: side note on chip and dale a group like the jets a very great pop group that
3: was big that was the- who it was I Yes.
0: That they couldn't find a better group to do that i think mm-hmm. it might be the only disney related theme that i can think of for a cartoon that really had name brand artists I-, I couldn't tell you who did any of the other themes but that is a pretty good choice pretty solid choice if I, yeah. could, if
1: I could just Caveat on that, um, Earl. I know you've listened to it because I have made you listen to it. Like the Scott Bradley's uh, postmodern jukebox. You know they're a band that uh, remakes uh, music just through piano and all that. If you have a chance, uh, Mark, you should look up. They did one. It's called Saturday Morning Slow Jams. So they remade, reimagined all these themes oh. as R and B themes. So um, there's Ooh. one. The two, my two favorite ones actually is uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Pokemon. <laughs> and um
3: interesting.
1: They they did the turtles and then uh, uh, maybe I'm, unless I'm spoiling it for Earl, uh, my favorite one though is ducktales You should listen yeah. to Ducktails. So that is a jam. Yeah. That is it's called jam. Saturday morning slow jams? Yeah, it's a uh, Scott Bradley's postmodern jukebox. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, and there if, they are. And, cool. and if we can a, l- a little later on in the list, let's put a pin on Chippendale Rescue Rangers cuz there's something I just realized when I was doing this list. There's another theme song that I think sounds similar. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a pin on it in a moment, but uh, um, a little later on the list. But it's just something that I thought of, and I just I come to a realization. I was like, you know, they sound a little similar. I'm just going to leave it at that for right
0: it, now. So. I think it is. we might have a similar show on our list. I will say this. Going through my list, it was very tough to try to cut this down. I was telling Mark mm-hmm. I had at least ten songs. Yeah. A chunk of them were Disney and a chunk mm-hmm. of them were classics. I can tell you the ones I crossed out. I crossed out the Flintstones, I crossed out Inspector Gadget, I crossed Cross- out He Man, Masters of the Universe, mm-hmm. I even crossed out Muppet Babies. That was yep. those yeah. were the th- Muppet Babies is
1: another one that I covered. Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And going to my list, uh, do my honorable mentions very quickly. And I was going back and forth on this, but the first one, my first honorable mention is King of the Hill. King of the Hill is a really (laughs) solid one. Hmm. The refreshment did that song and starting off with the cowbell and the yeehaw that pretty much made it. And I always think of that show. That's an iconic theme for an animated show. And like I said, that, getting priority over the Flintstones, that's, that has to say a lot for me. Number two, Sonic Sat AM, the fastest thing alive. That <laughs> is, I was wrestling with that. Yeah. and I was wrestling with that and my number one pick. It was so tough, but I think one is the most superior Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon theme ever. Beats the syndicated version, beats whatever version after that because I grew up and you know, mm-hmm. Sonic and all that yeah. stuff doesn't matter to me. But to me, just everything, when I think about it, the action, it goes with the theme. Him zooming through, uh, through Robotropolis, um, foiling Dr. Robotnik or Eggman, or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call him. That goes perfectly with it. And my number one that I was wrestling back and forth with, it was either going to be Sonic Sad Am. But uh, as I mentioned to, to Mark, this song has a great use of steel drums and a guitar and someone put together an edited version basically taking the outro, taking some other parts of the song, basically going from the intro, and made one of the best versions. Especially when you hear that version, the bass is kicking on it and you, you listen close, it's the steel drums in it. It's Darkwing Duck. That mm. uh-huh. is mine. And that was very tough other than reggae songs. Where else do you hear a steel drum in? I don't know where you can find no. a steel drum in.
3: No. Darkwing was one of the ones I was wrestling with last night yeah, and I uh, ended it's... up cutting it. I cut, I think Earl was on it when I cut real Ghostbusters too. <laughs> and we were just like, Oh God, it hurts. It hurts yeah. so bad,
2: man. <laughs> no, that was, I grew up with, with watching uh, the Pokemon cartoon and that was, that was one of the ones I was like the last, like it was like in the top five. I don't want to cut this. It was like that and um, the Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Spider-Man theme, not the sixties, but the, um, the, the, oh, the new one. The, the well, 90s, I mean, the 90s. With the, yeah, the, the 90s guitars. with the Joe, Perry, yeah. Joe play, mm-hmm. Mary playing that guitar. I mean, it's just, uh, it was so hard cutting those. But I mean, it's, it's just tough. Like, each category, you could probably have like eight songs you could probably list for each of them. And it's just so
1: hard cutting it down. But. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. we could probably have done an episode on just one of these categories alone yeah. i thought spider-man might be on yours i also thought that x-men might be on x-men years. was close yeah. it was one of those eight i was trying to go for a little bit of diversity so um i just I mean, wanted to shout out also since we're on the disney thing i think we named all of them ducktales and then also um i'm surprised uh teenage mutant ninja turtles isn't on the list Ooh, that's a i cut it last out. night
3: too yeah.
2: ben <laughs> that's that's one that Honestly, I listened to it and I was like, "This didn't age quite as well." Oh no, as no, I no! That's the jam. It's yeah. still the jam. Oh, I mean, it's good. No, the music's uh-huh. great. It's just that's the probably lyrics. the
0: only thing Chuck Lorre's ever written that aged well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> quite possibly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, since we're mentioning, we mentioned Postmodern Jukebox. One other channel that I like is Mr. Dooves. Uh, he does acapella versions of a lot of Saturday TV theme, and TV themes in general. That that's a good channel. Um, I always think, you know, those are some of the things when I just stumbled across that, I'm like, this is legit. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, every one that he's done that I have actually watched, those make sense. And even, you know, ones I haven't watched, sound pretty good. The next category, we are moving on to dramas. Same criteria as well. And we'll start again with Ben. Where did you go for your audible mentions and what became your number one drama theme?
1: Um, This is tough. You know, any of the kind of like grown-up shows, like they all could fit in the same bucket. So I just try to distribute them the best I could. My two honorable mentions, they're both kind of police oriented. Uh, One is uh, Way Down the Hole, Tom Watts, who uh, is the theme for The Wire. What's interesting about that one is that The Wire had five seasons and the theme song was the same for each five. However, they had someone cover a different season. So like, the Blind Boys of Alabama did the first one. Tom Watts, who wrote the song, he didn't even do it until, like, season three. But there's been a couple. Um, Aaron Neville, I, who I think Earl hates, right? I don't <laughs> like Aaron hates, Neville. Aaron, I just Aaron, think Aaron, Neville Aaron Neville did it one year. He
0: over-exaggerates his, his uh, notes sometimes.
1: Yeah, Aaron Neville did uh-huh. it one year. And a couple just some random people. So that that's one. Uh, one of the iconic themes of all time. And shout out to Mike Post, the TV theme show God. Uh, I'm going to go Law & Order. I don't really know if I <laughs> yeah. need any more expl- explanation. Everybody knows that theme. Bum-bums yeah. Yeah, And um, the number one one, um, I, I've talked to Earl about this because I, I think I've hit him, but uh, is uh, Without Us, which is the Family Ties theme, oh. um, which was sung by a couple of people. And then later on, um, I think after season two, uh, Johnny Mathis was a cover. And then um, he did a full length version of that song. But that's another one, too, that I just think is a classic theme song great lyrics and yeah i i kind of listen to it every day actually it's just on one of my playlists that i have so uh family ties without us number one
3: which version of family ties theme
1: the i like the one with johnny mathis and that was the later one so i'm gonna the go with that one, one. okay <laughs> yeah i, I think, think there were johnny three mathis and regina bell yeah uh, i don't think it was uh, regina bell i think and denise, denise oh denise
0: williams i always keep yeah that. yeah yeah I mean, bell and denise williams uh, yeah. mixed up and, and yeah. they are very talented artists and it shouldn't mm-hmm. be that difficult to
3: yeah interesting choice (laughs) i'm gonna put a pin in that for later too ben (laughs) Uh, oh do Uh, you have some overlap maybe oh we got some we got some pin in
2: here so (laughs) okay (laughs) um for my dramas and i'm just gonna put this by a caveat drama is not really my favorite category of tv show and most dramas that I watched are theme songs are not really good. So a couple of these might not be technically considered drama ish, but I put them in there anyway because I think it's drama enough, um, if that makes any sense. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, my honorable mentions is actually the uh, the theme song for Firefly, which I actually had to look it up. It's the, the Ballad oh. of Serenity um, by Sunny Rhodes, I believe. So um, it's just, it's got a Western. Uh, like Western exploration feel to it, and if, if you've seen Firefly, it's it's a it's, it's a show about uh, basically space uh, space exploration ish. So um, I, I really love the theme. It's just it's got a nice little like um, almost sci-fi Western feel, which is a, a weird feeling, but it's pretty good. My number two is the Chuck theme, which I believe is long.
1: It's a long jacket, short skirt, long jacket short by Cake. Long
2: jacket, yeah, by Cake. It's just, and I'm kind of biased because I really love the TV show Chuck. It's probably, if I had to make a top ten, it would definitely make the list on shows that I really enjoyed. It's got a nice, just melodic feel, like all the way through, and just I really enjoy it. It's just, uh, it like I said, and I enjoy the show. So, but my number one, and if my pick, and if you really, if you know me, you know I love me some Queen. I went with Highlander the series, and I went with <laughs> Princes of the Universe. I mean, it's just queen at their rocking best. I mean, it's just guitars. I mean, it's Freddie Mercury just coming in, just hammering you right in the face as soon as you start. And even though it's um, it's a cut-down version of it, it still uh-huh. nails you. It, and even listening back to it, I was like, you know, maybe I should go watch this series once or twice, just see a couple episodes, just see, so... Yeah, that's my number one. So I mean, it's just it, it, it. The the Highlander
1: series, just the Prince of the Universe, just pumps you up. So in the in the early days of Napster, like maybe two thousand, Prince yeah. of the Universe, that was the first. That was one of the first songs I ripped from Napster. <laughs> that was on the original. That was on the original <laughs> CD mix that I had. Like yeah. the first songs I ever took off Napster. One, Prince of the Universe was one. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we were talking about, me and Mark were talking about Highlander. I was
3: talking and- about Highlander last night because I had to cut it last night. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, and I had, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that was one, again, one of those things where it's like, yeah, I ended up watching a lot of the ser- series because was like, okay, this intro song is hot. <laughs> you know, yeah. let me see what the heck this is about. I didn't know about the whole lore of Highlander or anything like that. I think that was back around when it was on TNN. You know, yeah, back I in the day.
0: So. Uh, based on the Aqua team one, you have to be born a Highlander. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Highlander was not a movie, it was a documentary filmed in real time. <laughs> there you go, man. Ah, ah. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, and bro,
3: that's good.
0: So, Mark, what are your three uh, choices for dramas?
3: So I mentioned before the cartoon ones were the hardest for me to pare down, but the drama in our original old listing was my, by far my largest list. I had 30 themes under like, you know, what we would call the drama areas, police, medical, straight out dramas. I mean, and I didn't realize it didn't even occur to me. It's like, I never watched all these shows, but I know these themes. Mm-hmm. I know these songs. So um a lot of um the drama themes got cut, but some of them got moved around a bit. So um, my honorable mentions to start again being a huge 80s guy, we're gonna sense a theme here Murder She Wrote. So, <laughs> is this something you know? I, I played piano as a kid, yeah. I didn't play it well, but I tried, <laughs> you know, and I had lessons. And that was always one of those themes where it's like, if I ever reach a point where I can play like Murder She Wrote, I'm probably doing pretty good. I never pulled it off, but it was still a goal. Yeah. But there's just something that's just kind of It fits the tone of the series. Um, I'm a mystery kind of guy. I like mysteries and all that um, detective work and all that kind of, you know, those kinds of books and shows. And so that one just fit that perfectly. And um, it was on a long time. And so, I mean, it was on for 12 seasons, I believe. So if you weren't hearing it, watching it live, you were seeing it on reruns somewhere and constantly hearing that theme, you know what that is. Plus Angela Lansbury, let's just say that. Yeah, Angela Lansbury, she's on yeah great great actress you know yeah around a long time yeah it did so then my other two are police dramas um or detective and my other honorable mention is in the heat of the night oh
1: yeah Um, that is a real
3: good theme yeah that is a i'm a big r&b fan and that one just hits that cool tone Mm -hmm. and that sort of like you know it was and you know even the intro sequence it was at night and introducing the characters it had that dramatic theme to it and so just very r&b inspired i believe and blues inspired and that was that's a great theme i can still just hear the intro in my head is randomly in the heat. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah no it's it's good you don't want me singing so now with that caveat in place my number one choice was really no competition was it earl <laughs> already, you know the first two cases don't count you already no. know you know what it is. My number one is Miami Vice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it, it's good, yeah. There is no competition to that. I'm a huge Vice nerd. Yeah. Um. And as far as I know, Miami Vice is one of the only TV themes ever to have hit number one on Billboard. And so yeah. it was just one of the most iconic themes. And the show itself is just a music rush. Yeah. You know, you had Genesis. You had Phil Collins. You had Kiss. You had... Oh, my God, I can't name all the artists. You know, hundreds of different groups and artists that are on that show. The music was a huge part of it. Most of the the themes, the instrumentals and big, you know, like Crockett's theme and uh, the the title theme were composed by Jan Hammer. And um, he was an amazing artist. Um, And he composed the Miami Miami Vice theme. And I believe, Earl, because we were talking about this before, that NBA used it for a long time during – I am during some segment right for you know because it it's perfectly one minute in length and didn't wasn't there something that they used it for is like something with the, the shootout or some of the little matches do you remember what we were talking about what that was
0: I'm trying to remember what it was uh
3: i never heard it myself whenever i watched an nba game but i've heard other people say that too that that's you know even like way after the show was canceled they would still hear the miami vice theme every time basketball was on and i was like what Maybe but connected. it was perfectly one minute in length, which is why they did it. So they could do it for, you know, if they had in the, if they had a 60 second something or another. But this, this, the theme is pure 80s synthesizer, electronic. And um, it's just to me like the perfect introduction for a glam, stylish 80s, you know, synth music 80s infused detective show. And so Miami Vice will far and away always be my favorite drama theme and drama show. It's <laughs> <laughs> good list.
0: I wasn't sure about the other two, but I knew Miami Vice was going to be number one. But I, it was good to figure out what those other two were. And and I know it's a tough category to uh,
1: try to filter things out.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Miami Vice was in a running for a couple of the categories for me. So that's definitely a good pick.
1: So. Yeah, I, you know, honestly, I didn't even put it on my list for the sole fact that I knew that Mark would have it on his list. So I was <laughs> like, I'll just save the plot. And, it's like you people know me uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why like I'm he's here, right? i He's got that care of. I'll use that slot somewhere else. So.
3: <laughs> oh, not understood, man.
0: Dramas for me. Oh, oh, boy. I can tell you the ones that I cut and did not use. Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. Um, Murder, She Road, which you know, Mark yeah. mentioned before. Matlock was tough because, man, I love this yeah. Ragtime. And that was a very tough one to cut. But it was tough, but I had to move some other ones around. But going into my honorable mentions, number one, Hill Street Blues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very key. I feel not only will this be the Mike Post countdown, this will also be the songs that Cameron has sampled into rap oh, songs. Dude,
1: I was going to mention that. I have the whole list here. I'll save that to the end. And Hill Street
0: Blues is one of them. I always just think of that garage door opening and the police car coming out with the sirens. Yep. And things like that, and I always think, about well, that's a very good one. I say this, NBC cornered the market on TV themes, especially dramatic TV themes in yeah. the 80s. And
1: especially in the 80s, yeah, God. Hill Street Blues, that's a good piano. I mean, like, I don't know how to play a piano, but, like, yeah. that would be a definitely, because we used to have a piano. I think that might have been some of the sheet music that, like, my brother and my, my sister ah. had. They had, the, they had the Hill Street Blues theme Interesting. sheet music, so.
0: And then my number two pick, probably mentioned, is St. Elsewhere. That is a really solid one as well. Mm -hmm. Again, it fits the sort of medical genre one. It's probably the best dramatic hospital theme that I can think of. I know some people will say house, some people will say ER and things like that. But to me saying elsewhere, just the outlook of St. Allegis in the snow and everything, it just makes me think of that. And then you go through the credits and then you just start thinking Howie Mandel, Denzel, ed bagley jr one i moved and i was debating on i'll tell you that one later for my number one and i don't know if this is what rad was talking about with the crossover but macgyver <laughs> yep yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, well, that's, what
2: that's exactly think. what i was thinking was macgyver so i mean yes, and, and yeah.
0: very similar and especially now that they've had the reboot on and they only use like two seconds of the opening bar yeah and then just a mm, it's to a shame very yeah dramatic music mm-hmm. i think this one i have to shout this out to greg latshaw greg latshaw for the longest time was talking about how great the macgyver theme was and i didn't really believe it until listening to it again and it is probably one of the best themes and greg candace if you guys are listening you probably will see this eventually once we share it all through uh, facebook yeah, Greg, you were pretty much right on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good
2: pick, girl. That's a good pick. Yeah, um, and,
0: I, and I definitely know, and I definitely hear the similarities with Chip and Dale and, and MacGyver. I just think of the as yeah. parts. hard. And it's right in the middle
2: when it starts picking up in tempo. I really think you mm-hmm. hear the similarity in it. So, but, uh, but, and I mean, maybe it's just my ears, but I was like, I never realized that until now. I was like, they sound pretty daggum close. So
0: the other thing is, of course, I didn't think about this for a long
1: time, but ship is just like indiana jones and dale's just that's like what me. i told brad yeah and, uh, yeah and magnum pi indiana jones
3: yep absolutely magnum pi was on my list and i cut you know um guy i thought there. you were gonna
1: say that i thought yeah. you were gonna say
3: that yeah i mean i'm looking at the list right now and again earl and i were talking we both were stirring about our casualties like mash was on my list and i had to cut that because mm-hmm. i think that's just an iconic thing hawaii 50 la law i mean oh my god
1: Two that just didn't make the list, um, I would say, uh, I couldn't find the category, so I was just going to put it in there. I put the Cheers theme.
2: Yeah, Cheers was one. I, I
1: You know, consider. it's not technically yeah. a drama. Yeah. And then, actually, Above It All by Lil Wayne, it's the Ballers theme from HBO. I like that song. Okay. I don't know.
0: Hey, hey, that's exactly, I, I
1: can't
3: say I've heard it. Yeah. And I haven't either, actually.
0: This <laughs> is the toughest one. And now it gets a little broader as we move into instrumentals, where basically less than, like, two percent in lyrics there's some that i struggle with where as majority instrumental but there's still some vocals in it that's why i end up having to put them in other categories but again we start off with
1: ben your instrumentals this is a tough one because i have a couple i'm gonna leave this one off the table because maybe mark is gonna select it um but so i'll go with the other <laughs> one uh i'll go with swat the original was it rhythm heritage right uh, oh. that's another iconic theme mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one thing I was really pleased. And, you know, CBS has done a really good job, I guess, except for MacGyver, to really making sure those iconic themes yeah. are transferred when they do the reboot. So yeah. the SWAT theme, Robert Duncan, I think, does a new one. It's pretty much the same, yeah. just slightly modernized. So that would be there. Another one, I, I Brad, I think you would like this. It's got a real Southern rock thing to it. Uh, it's the second theme and not the first one. The what's really what it's known for is... Uh, Simon and Simon, do you guys remember that show with um <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I remember, remember I Tony didn't Craney. watch it <laughs> Marky Post, yeah, that's just real ah, it's like Southern rock I'll have
2: to listen to that
1: it's a great theme, and the yeah. guitars, and then my number one, Earl might know this one. I just like love like soul and funk in seventies, so my number one is Barney Miller theme, <laughs> which is mm. one of the most funkiest themes yeah. of all time, yeah. With the horns and the bass guitar, and they're like, it's just, it's great. So, Barney Miller is my
0: number one. Yeah, Yeah, Barney Miller, I mean, that's a solid one. I know that one of the first CDs of TV themes you gave me, Barney Miller was on there. Just, it was a ton of themes that were on there. And yeah, Barney Miller did stick out. And it wasn't on my list, but everybody has their own preferences. I mean, I got a funky one that's down the list uh, a little later, but. Yeah.
1: I, you know, when when I was picking, I'm just like, what songs do I enjoy listening to over and over again? And definitely Barney Miller is up there, so.
3: I think replayability I that replayability is really key yeah. to, like, what our favorites are. <laughs> yeah. No, and I had to do that for some of these uh scenes. Even
2: the ones that, like, for my instrumentals, I'll just say this. I've maybe seen, out of the three picks that I've had, I've maybe seen two episodes altogether, so. Mm. It's just the theme gets you, so and then it might make me go back and watch it. But uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll go ahead for my instrumentals. My first honorable mention is speaking about funkiness to it a little bit. It's uh, actually Sanford and Sons, and uh, it's just the bump bump bum, just it catches you right off the bat. It's just mm-hmm. it's so good. it just and it, it's just so very simple, but it's so catches you so well so mm-hmm. that's one of my honorable mentions and the other one it's uh, there's a little bit of a speaking word part to it at the beginning but it's mostly uh instrumental musical and i think ben might like this it's actually 18. oh so, yeah <laughs> yeah um, so shout um, out to mike post, post again yeah so, yeah. Um, so it, it's just it catches you i mean it's just so um I, I don't know how to even explain it i mean it's just it's got a lot of guitar i mean yeah. it's 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 not quite 80s synth pop but it's i mean it's no uh, it's not, it's, it's
1: it's very when the when the movie came out, the remake with Liam Neeson and Bradley Cooper, I bought the soundtrack and just like you better have the theme on there. <laughs> and it did.
2: Yeah. Okay, so, good. But my number one is actually a lot of sim pop at its best, and it's actually Magnum P.I. is my, my pick. So, eh. uh, See, so.
1: that was the one I thought Mark would pick. I'm, oh, glad, really? someone, I'm
2: glad someone picked it. Well, if, if I'm God, stepping cut. on your toes, Mark, no, 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 I no. apologize. But, uh, but I'm just yeah, glad no. someone picked it. Yeah, and I, so, I, but mm-hmm. It's so good. I mean, in the beginning and the ending, it's just so frantic. I mean, it's like it's like catches you right off the bat. And then, it slows down a little bit, but you you feel it like there's an undertone of something's coming, and then the ending when it ge- when it switches back over it's just so well done. I mean, uh, just <clears> a lot of <throat> lot of synth pop, but it works so well for it. So
1: I think there's some orchestral. Is there? Yeah. Okay.
2: Maybe I'm thinking, Maybe I I thought yeah. it had a little sympathy to it, but, but
1: it's kind of in the tweener boom. thing that you're talking about, where like at least in the remake is that it doesn't get the full run that it did yeah. in the original one, but yeah. it's not cut off like MacGyver is. Yeah.
2: So that's my number one is Magnum PI. So,
3: or my Magnum was a late casualty for me. So, um, I'm we're glad we're it got we're represented we're listen, too. Yeah.
1: Salute to Brad. Yeah. yeah. Sure that yeah. Good yeah, job, Brad. Yeah.
3: Thank you. Winging career, <laughs> but I'm pulling it up. So,
0: <laughs> man, those are iconic ones. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said,
2: I've maybe seen only two episodes of those three series, which is a shame, I know. And I might go back and watch some. But, uh, like I said, they're just iconic themes. I mean, it's just, I mean, you could probably name a show and hear the theme and like two bars in you're like, okay, this, it's this. So, but, mm-hmm. uh, but
3: yeah, those are mine. So. And Mark,
0: uh, where do you go with your instrumentals?
3: So instrumentals became one of those, I don't want to say catch all categories, but when I was trying to figure out the other ones and I was like, okay, how can I shift things around to make, get it down to just three everywhere? Some of them I was like, okay, it's an instrumental. Let me throw it there for now. And then you know I can go back if I need to. I am ha- happy, you know, with, the three that are there, but it's quite a diversity. In general, I like a lot of instrumental music. Again, going back to Miami Vice, you know, all the themes by John Hammer are instrumental. So I don't need lyrics for me to enjoy a song much. So I had a lot of instrumental themes I had to cut. But my um, honorable mentions. So one of them, um, interestingly enough, is a remix from a 60s theme song and it's the 80s Mission Impossible theme. Okay. And so, which I think is a peppier, you know, it's updated version. It's a crisper, just, you know, punchier version of the 60s theme. And the Mission Impossible theme is iconic on its own anyway. But the 80s version, you know, punches us up another level. And I really like the 80s Mission Impossible. First of all, Jim Phelps is still correct on the good side. So that's important. But it also is funny because I have a connection to it because the 80s theme is what they based the Mission Impossible Nintendo game on. Duh. And so they used that version of it in the, in the Nintendo game. And they did a pretty damn good rendition of the Mission Impossible theme, if I must say, so myself on 8-bit hardware. So, but that's an excellent rendition of it. My other honorable mention, Instrumental... There is no way I could get by about having the Nickelodeon Double Dare theme on here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there cool. is no way that <laughs> I could <laughs> not get that on there. <laughs> get set. Go! It's just one of the most iconic intros yeah. to any game show. Yeah. And yeah. you have Mark Summers and you know the build up and then yeah. this frantic you know, going through and the horns. And again, it's so 80s and so wonderful. If it's 80s, you know, I'm going to love it. But that theme, I think, alone brought people onto the show. And at a time when Nickelodeon, you know, was struggling and Double Dare basically saved the network. So Double Dare theme, iconic. Kids, they even know what it is, even if they haven't heard, seen the show. Yeah, My number one instrumental pick, which I'm sure will please Mr. Holland, maybe is is night court (laughs) (laughs) does that please you mr holland (laughs) yeah
0: i i yeah it does please me and the jury i honestly the the and snappability is what Mm -hmm. makes that song
3: and another cameron song that was yep (laughs) right the sax, the bass, is it, as you know, tap your feet, listen along, snap your fingers. I mean, that sax alone sells that theme. And again, it's another theme. Even if you've never seen the show, you know, if you weren't alive when that show was on, people are like, oh, I know that song. That's from like that 80s, you know, court show, isn't it? So, and again, it, it just matches the theme of the show. Night, just sax heavy. I, I love a good saxophone. I love New Jack Swing. So Right there along, it's like themes like Night Court immediately are, like, catchy to me. And I will sing along all day to it. Not sing, but tap my feet, snap my fingers, bop along all day to it. So, top one, I ended up rearranging to make, make um, Night Court.
0: And I always feel like if you're reference on Family Guy, the odds are that, you know, you're going to... Yes,
3: be- you made I'm it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you made just it, like
0: yeah. the Amen scene where Cleveland walks into the church, the building mm-hmm. playing uh, Night Court. Several other references to TV themes, I, and I always think about it. the saxophone, the bass guitar. you mentioned, it's great. It again, NBC corners of markets on TV themes for a lot of shows. Very much.
3: Eighties, early nineties, man, yeah. they were great.
1: And Earl, I think right, you sent me that video right where they flip flop the themes to Matlock and Night Court over yeah. each other's credits, and they hold up in a weird way. It's kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> the night court credits with the ragtime Matlock thing is once you like let it
3: in for a second, you're like, okay, okay. Yeah. I can go with I it. can see that actually working, yeah. yeah. I'm not seeing that video, but I can see that.
0: The slide whistle and the Matlock theme for Night Court when the Night Court logo comes up, it's perfect. That is one hundred percent perfect because it seems so odd and zany. If you flip those cities and you put Matlock in New York and you put the Night Court characters in, you know, southern Southern Atlanta, sort of like how they did trial and error, it makes sense. It is pretty hilarious when you just think about meshing those themes with those shows. Now, my instrumentals. Uh, This was tough. I'll tell you a couple I had to cut out that were big ones that uh, Mission Impossible was on my list. That was on mine, Uh, too. Knight Rider. I had to cut Knight Rider. That was tough. That was was really tough. I cut Alfred Hitchcock Presents. That's funny. Which I thought Uh, was a
3: great choice when you told me that. I was like, man, I understood, but it's like, oh. (laughs)
0: My number one theme when you mix the Alfred Hitchcock theme is basically what you get with Schitt's Creek theme when you mix my number one pick with the Alfred Hitchcock theme and you'll see what my number one theme is. First, my honorable mention, Round Ball Rock, the NBA on NBC theme. Yeah, Mm. Yeah, that is solid. And especially if you watch the live version that John Tesh does at Red Rocks, the extended thing with the uh, guitar and the violin solo as well, it is a thing of beauty. The, the only unfortunate thing, I know that Fox uses it for their college basketball now, but after the NBA left NBC, ABC decided to go with their own, which is far inferior and probably far cheaper than than using that song. Mm-hmm. But to me, when I think of Round Ball Rock, and the NBA, that is the NBA theme, regardless of whatever network NBA yeah. is on right now.
2: No, I agree.
0: Number two, agree. it is Street Beater, also known as the theme to Sanford and Son. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. mm-hmm. Quincy Jones makes the list again. That is, I always think about the Simpsons episode where Steve Martin is playing the track, <laughs> the garbage collector. And every time he came in, they would play the Sanford and Son thing. And he'd, he'd you know, have all the palm circumstance. He'd say, You're all screwed. And then walk off. And yeah. then they'd play the theme. Uh-huh. Um, it's so classic. And I always saw it's funny when I hear the Baltimore Club mix that he did of Sanford and Son where it's just uh, Red Fox saying, you big dummy. That is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> the Sanford and Son theme is my
1: dad's ringtone. So I okay. know what he's
0: calling because that's all.
1: You know, one time my brother and I were going to the dump. We were like driving, we're going, and I'm like, wait, wait. And I'm like, and I start playing, I started playing this song.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh that's funny it, it, it is iconic that is a a great show and i always think and i think in the tv theme the pantheon of black tv shows that is probably iconic theme because one mm-hmm. it was solid it was consistent and compared to the colby show theme which was the same theme and but it just kept getting redone in so mm-hmm. many different ways where you went from interpreter dance to hip-hop to uh bobby mcferrin and mm-hmm. i still think the Sanford and Son theme holds up better. My number one, as I was saying, you combine this with the Alfred Hitchcock theme, you get Schitt's Creek. It is one that is synonymous with every awkward situation that occurs now. Oh, no, I know situation. what this is.
3: Well,
0: you should know. It's curvy enthusiasm. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one.
3: <laughs> and that's your most modern one, right?
0: That is my most modern one. And yeah. I think everything awkward that occurs, or every stupid internet fail that's the first that's
3: thing the
0: theme. when the two plays you know you're in for a laugh because you can't not go around seeing something awkward of ridiculous happen and that theme does not pop into your head.
1: Did you guys ever see the um, Family Guy Star Wars, right? Or no, maybe it's not even this, maybe it's not even that. Maybe it was just a regular episode when um that scene where they're getting the briefing before they raid the Death Star and the guy's like, I, you can't shoot that. It's too small. And he's like, Oh, I used to bullseye wop rats in my, and then that guy pulls Luke eyes He's like, why are you sandbagging me, man? Why did you embarrass me in front of everybody? They're like, I didn't do that. And then he just walks away and then that theme song plays.
0: <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Pretty show episode you see- where it's, Kenny West against Cleveland Junior, whether at the Hollywood Bowl or something like that. Oh yeah. And they walk off and Cleveland says something. And Cleveland Jr. has the two button. They just start going into the theme and <laughs> out of nowhere. And now, especially since I started watching Seinfeld, uh every you can think of every awkward moment, they're gonna just end the show with that theme. <laughs> showing up, especially whenever George does something ridiculous and and, and uh yeah. um, you know, that basically everybody can look at them to, as the cause of all their problems.
1: The other, other theme I'd like to throw out there is uh, by Stuart Copeland. It's the Equalizer theme. I don't know if you guys ever heard that one. Um, that one's pretty show, good, too. I, I don't remember the Yeah, theme. it's on Spotify. It's like Stuart Equalizer Copeland. Equalizer being equal. Yeah, he's like, a Police, Stuart Copeland, or... No, he's the composer. He's the composer. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right, yeah it's, I mean, that. that's a th- again. Maybe all these movies I watch and remakes, it's only for the sole purpose of seeing if they reuse the theme song. The one with Denzel with the Equalizer, both that and the sequel, they don't use it, which I'm disappointed at. So maybe they'll use it in the Queen Latifah reboot. Maybe, maybe. Uh, now we move on to the
0: songs with the lyrics. Another tough one because. Mm. You know, Everybody knows that lyrics were the key to hook an audience member mm-hmm. into watching the show, just sort of summing up what happened, just like the Beverly Hillbillies or Gilligan's Island. And they told the story succinctly. And while a lot of them don't, it's just very catchy. I mean, even different strokes, it just tells you what happened. We go with Ben to start off songs with lyrics, your two honorable mentions and your pick.
1: Um, This one was a late ad. The, my first honorable mention just popped into my head yesterday, but I was listening to some theme song compilations just to, I don't know, for some inspiration. But uh, just because I associate this with the TV show and not the song, which I do with all these, but um, I'm going to go with How Soon Is Now, which is the theme to Charmed, right? Okay. From uh, the, yeah. uh, the Smiths, oh. right? Isn't that uh, – so that would be that be my one honorable mention. Um with a little help from my friends, the Joe Cocker version for wonder years as my other one. And I don't know. It just sticks with me. Um, my third one, I think it's right. It's a theme from house. It's a teardrop massive attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't even realize it was a cover until actually I was watching the last dance, the Jordan documentary and they had that song, but it wasn't them. It was like an original, like from the sixties. So I didn't even know that until, um, I saw the last dance. So, um, that would be it. I'm surprised that I picked that one, but I just like it. I don't know if it's just the beat of it and just the kind of the pulsing, like, rhythm or whatever. But, yeah, yeah to me, the house theme.
0: You know, it's interesting, uh, me and my wife were talking about that. I was trying to get her to partake in it. But she mentioned House and Charm at one point, and I'm like, you know, I can't say I've seen them. And I, yeah. I, I've, I've seen the shows, I'm, but I can't see it, say I've heard the theme. Yeah. And pretty much, you know, I have to pick a listen to them.
3: Yeah, yeah. House was on my list too and ended up getting cut for it, you know, but I I love the show and that theme. I think, like you said, that pulsating, you know, gets you into the mood of like what's happening. It was a great intro for that show. Yeah. It was. And I'm surprised
1: you chose charm. That's, that's a, that's a, I was surprised too, yeah. but maybe this is, again, is one of those ask me again in a week and then uh, maybe it doesn't yeah, make. No, it, it is
2: a good one yeah. though. It is a good one. And
1: for me, this was my
2: toughest category. I probably had at least mm. 10, 15 songs down at one point for this category. And, and, and some of them I kind of had to move to a different category, but for my honorable mentions, I've got uh saved by the bell. Um, the, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's an iconic one. It's that, just that '90s driving force to it. It's just got a lot of guitar, and I mean, it just drives you right through it. And I watched it again, and just seeing the principal, um, Mr. Mr. Belding, Mr. Yeah. Belding, just seeing Mr. <laughs> Belding in with the mustache and the long hair, just doing like this or something. I just I just laughed when I saw that. So um, that's one my honorable mention. The other one is actually uh, Dukes of Hazzard. Is
1: my, <laughs> and, and, and we called it I, didn't know this <laughs> I think they're stereotyped yeah right And it's fine. but <laughs> and,
2: and it's for the main reason because it is a very slow guitar. Thing, but it's just Waylon Jennings yeah. I mean just Waylon Jennings
3: Waylon Jennings
2: <laughs> makes that song so and, and even in the show when, he, when it does the little monologue I mean it's good I mean it's just I, I, I enjoy it so that's my other honorable mention and, and I'm just gonna for my pick I'm gonna do a little caveat for it I was trying to do something different from everybody else. So, um, unfortunately for this one, I can't do it. I've got the Wonder Years. I've got Joe Cocker. I need a, help, a little help from my friends. So, so maybe um, we should we
1: should have talked about that. Yeah, That's why. Yeah, but um, okay. but
2: it, it's a great theme. I mean, it's and if you listen to the actual song, I mean, Cocker just belts that song. I mean, he's yeah. just he just mm-hmm. sings his heart out for that one. And and it's kind of toned down a little bit for the uh, for the TV theme. But it's just it just leads it up to a, a good... I mean, it it kept me hooked for years watching Wonder Years. So that's that's my number one is the uh, need of the help from my friends uh, for
0: Wonder Years. So, to me, that is the most preeminent version of that song. I'm sorry, Ringo. This,
1: yeah. That's what I was telling Brad. Yeah. That's exactly what I told Brad. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's a powerful song. I, I feel is. like Joe Cocker is a very underrated singer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man. And I mean, when I think of that it. song, that's the only one as I mentioned before, Ringo Starr doesn't even equate to that song, even though that he did it first. Mark, right. uh, you're on the lyrics, and I know we were talking about some of them. We were talking how, I know you were talking about Ben, you and Brad, we should have talked about it. Me and Mark were sort of talking in code. Sort yeah. of like, a <laughs> pen and Teller fool us, how they talk in code, not to give everything away, but we were mm-hmm. talking in code about certain songs that we knew what songs we were probably going with, and you know you know people long enough, you know what songs they're going to probably pick.
3: Right. And actually, since we talked, they got rearranged even a wow. tiny bit more. But um, you probably will not be surprised. And the three songs from my lyrics are three very, very popular. And again, 80s shows. My nominees, again, my cartoon themes were the hardest to cut down. So I said, OK, I know which one I can move from there into songs of lyrics and that's DuckTales.
4: <laughs> there is
3: no way, you know, Again, is it gonna be played on the radio? It's not that kind of thing, but it's catchy. And again, when I think about lyrics, it's again not necessarily that the lyrics have any like crazy deep meaning, but that it's catchy, you can hum along, you can sing along with it. And DuckTales like is still very singable to me. Yeah. So Tony DuckTales
1: man, this, the R B the R and B slow jam version.
3: Yes. Uh oh. Yes, that's a great version of it too. Like any like I'll the take any versions. classic DuckTales or version of DuckTales
0: like that. Yeah, The modern version on Disney is That's pretty good. There are people to it. I mean, I haven't
3: heard that actually. I probably need there's, to find
1: it. There's a, it's a cool video when they first announced the new cast. They all they all sing it and they all kind of piece it together. So it's like um, Ben Schwartz, Bobby Moynihan, Danny Pudi, David Tennant, oh, and, my, and then uh, was it uh, Kate Micucci and then there's another the, the lady who plays um I can't remember oh. but the other the one. Disney. Oh, and, um. Yeah. Beck Bennett is there too, his launch pad. There's someone
0: did a YouTube video where they splice both versions, but every time someone says duck, it switches to the other version. Oh. So, you know, oh. even once they say life is like a hurricane here and duck, then it switches to the other version saying Berg and, and going through. And that was a pretty That's cool so- one. And then someone re uploaded it because they forgot to do one duck. But. Um, mm. You know, like I said, I always say, the internet, when they aren't mean-spirited, racist, and all this other stuff, they're pretty (laughs) awesome.
3: They can do some cool things. That's right. So DuckTales ended up being an honorable mention. And we're going to get back to my pin earlier, because my other one is Family Ties. But you like like the original version? Okay. No, mine was the second version. Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams, seasons two through seven. Okay. And that one... Yeah, you know, I was actually listening to it earlier this week. And again, a lot of w- what we base our themes off of has a nostalgic piece to it, I think. You know, nostalgia is a powerful, you know, motivator. And family and that family ties theme, you know, is a huge like nostalgia. And, and it's one of this one of the songs on here, which when I hear gives me a bit of an emotional effect. You know, kind of the same thing, you know, you know, Miami Vice, you know, gives me a bit of an emotional effect, but different, you know. Family Ties is a little bit more emotional, a little bit more of that, you know, you listen to it and you're like, that's a tearjerker just to some extent. And just, again, reminds me of my childhood. So Family Ties was my runner up because my leading one was also from my childhood, but also was a song that I was like, you know, if I grow up and if I have, you know, relationships and I have friends that kind of think of me and like how the song talks about it, I'd be pretty happy. And I'd like it because I'd like everybody to know my name. So I have to go with Cheers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's good. That's good. Thanks. Wow. So the Cheers theme, and again, I, when I grew up, Cheers was, I was born in 86. You know, Cheers is at the height of its popularity. My dad and mom were really big fans of Cheers. And so I'd end up every Thursday night, you know, hearing it in the background. And I knew what that song is. Yeah. And that was one of the very first sitcoms which I ever was like, you know, watched and kind of was trying to follow along just because you know the theme song was catchy and also because there was this funny cast of characters and it seemed like the song was like describing like this scene in a bar where everybody knows each other and everybody's friends everybody gets along and it's mm-hmm. like this is a nice happy kind of fun group that gets into a whole bunch of crazy antics you know you know alcohol not always involved so yeah it was just i think the cheers is iconic and memorable and i think just fits the show so very well and also has a piece where it's like, you know, that'd be kind of a, what it describes to be kind of a nice thing to have too. Cheers is yeah. my top pick.
1: It's, it really is an iconic theme. I mean, Applebee's is using it in their advertisements yeah. right now yep. and randomly I saw a video from like 2002 where Shaq was freestyling about the Kings. It was a cell phone ringtone of that and he was freestyling off the Cheers theme. It was really pretty enjoyable actually. <laughs> wow didn't the guy who did cheer didn't he do like punky brewster or something uh, portnoy is the last name i can't remember yeah he did do punky brewster yeah Punky brewster, David
3: uh, yeah, he did something else yeah, yeah. but the yeah. other thing too about it, i was just thinking about it, it's like you know kind of like what you said brad i'm just looking again at my old list i have so many songs with lyrics yeah it's tough oh my- I don't even know how I got it down. You know, we, Earl and I were talking like Mr. Belvedere at a point, yeah. you know, <laughs> and that's why I stopped looking and
1: researching. Cause I just knew the more I do it, the more we're going to add, I'm just going to add more songs to my list. So yeah, like, right.
2: Earl mentioned Night Rider and I, I completely yeah. forgot that. I mean, yeah. that was one that i blanked liked on, that I just didn't even hear. So that was one I missed, but.
0: Yeah, those were really tough. Just like mine, I mean, I'm going to save the, most of the songs that I have with lyrics on the cutting room floor, but I, I'll mention two that I cut out. One was Welcome Back, Cotter, that is also being used for Applebee's. Because yeah, uh, I was looking at the songs, mm-hmm. I was like, who came here after seeing the Applebee's commercial? That was one of the first things. <laughs> the other one I cut out, actually here's two more, I'll, I'll tell you, I cut out. I cut out Golden Girls, that was tough. Yeah, well, Golden Girls was, Golden was one that I uh, yeah. had
2: to leave on the cutting room floor, so... Because I, I love that theme. It's a good theme. So
1: another yeah. uh, another Cameron sample. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And one song.
0: Well, a lot of you guys know I don't like the show, but the theme is the best part of the show. The Rembrandts. I'll be there for you again. I, I can pass on friends, but yeah. that
1: theme. That to me, that's a that's a top one. I had to yeah. cut it. It's it just been overplayed for me. That's all. Yeah, that's man, a good song.
2: Not, yeah, it's a good song. But like like Ben said, it's it's been played to the moon
3: and back. It's just it's been overplayed too much. That's part of it for me. Yeah, too.
0: Yeah, that's the reason why. Since I don't watch the show, it's still. <laughs> yeah. yeah. song the lyrics. This was tough because I was going back and forth through the ones that I did keep. uh number three. Ooh, and it was tough. The Jeffersons. This could have been number one any other day, like they used to say in wrestling. Brad, this match could be the main event, any show, on any card, in any venue,
2: yep, <laughs> across America. Tony Schiavone so, yeah. is saying that in a loud voice. He's like,
0: anytime, anywhere. A, but yeah, Jeffersons. Oh man, that Good was choice. So awesome. Janet Janet Dubois. But yeah, that. And like we used to talk about this in the Daily Times the office room. The closing outro was better it was sort of like the end of a funeral they would just play start that piano playing and as Mm -hmm. she would start humming at the end that it yeah that's the best intro outro combination number two i was wrestling with this last night between number one and number two they were like this close to debating
1: moonlighting
3: yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: when you hear the full version
1: version, shout out
0: to That guitar playing in the beginning and Aldro is—I say is a singer, singer. He's a pros pro. That was very tough. I had to um, cut that one too, man. This is what jumped ahead. Joey Scarberry, believe it or not, the theme to the greatest American hero. That <laughs> was very, <laughs> very, very tough. Shout out to Mike Post, close yeah. moonlighting.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I how close moonlighting was to greatest American hero. You know, it was so tough,
1: man. I remember watching. It's it a, tough a tough one. one. This was There's a tough one. So. Everything. Earl, you said you're rewatching the Simpsons or the side episode. Did you get to the one where George, that's his outgoing message for his phone? The- I haven't got there yet. No, okay. It's part of
0: season five. So you're, we're going to get
1: there for a treat.
0: All the Jackie Child stuff, all the George doing his best Larry David impression. Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah, that's like Jefferson's Moonlighting Greatest American Hero. That was very tough on trying to debate that. Now this is the category where you could throw a lot of stuff in that is outside of the realm of sitcoms and everything else, variety. Mm-hmm. Ben, we go with you. What are your two honorable mentions?
1: Um, okay. So my two honorable mentions, I'm going to go one sports oriented and then one game show oriented. <laughs> um, the honorable mention for the uh, sports one will be the original Monday night football theme. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also yep. sampled by Cameron, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> but I just you know dip, 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 dip. that is yeah, the, I mean, that yeah, is the quintessential yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is Monday Night Football yeah, theme. Yeah, that is
2: quintessential. Mm-hmm. I'll even agree with you on that. Yeah. So.
1: And the other one too, uh, and I blame Earl because he showed me the the <laughs> remix sample. But do you know what this is? <laughs> <laughs> the video game show. It is hundred thousand dollar premiere <laughs> And part of the reason is because way back when Earl showed me a thing where someone had someone had put DMX lyrics over that. Yes. And it works fantastic. Oh yes. <laughs> and like which, which song? Earl is relishing it's a DMX right now, song. folks. It's a DMX song. Oh and gosh. Sometimes when I just you know, not feeling it, I'll put that song on it. It just makes me happy. So that, that's my that's my
3: other one mention. Good. Earl, do you know what you have started here? <laughs> <laughs> He's, oh his hands have been in the pot, folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and
1: then um my, my number one actually you know, I guess technically like what Brad was saying, like this is technically the outro song. It's gathering crowds, which is the end song for This Week in Baseball. That kind of like Oh with the strings and everything like that. Though the original one is uh what the opening song is uh it's a game show theme too, right? Jackpot, it was for Jackpot, Jackpot. Jackpot yeah. Yep. Yeah, but um, but the, just that one. It's just you know, it's just very melodic. It's like if baseball had a song, that would be it for right. just like the history of it and the grandeur and everything else. Gathering crowds is number one for me.
0: That used to think, man, it's the end of this week in baseball. That yes. was that, that was a thing. Oh my goodness, yeah. This is going to be very interesting to Variety because we might have a lot of similarity.
2: Um. <laughs> um. I'm going to start off with uh, one. It's, it's very short and sweet, but it's, it's so memorable no matter what you're doing. It's Jeopardy. Um, I, I, I love <laughs> me some version. Jeopardy. But, uh, Which so version, it's just, Brad? Yeah, so, um, so it's, it's, it's one. Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit. Um, there's a couple categories where I had an, uh, an A and a B for honorable mentions. Oh, you mentioned the NBA on NBC. That was going to be one of my honorable mentions, so I, I kind of switched it up a little bit. Um, it's actually the CBS College basketball theme.
0: Oh uh, the, the ones they were using up to or the the
1: one, one. shining moment. One? No,
2: it's not one shining moment. Okay. It's it's the intro. Um I I I did not look it up what the actual name of it was, but uh but that's it's uh, dun, 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 dun,
0: dun. yeah, not it, the new version that they pretty much messed up, but no, know, no, the, God, the, no, the eighty, the nineties with the guitar intro.
2: Yeah, no, it's good. I really enjoyed it. It's it's upbeat and uh, like I said, I I like the the NBA on NBC is is just maybe a little higher, but it's pretty close. So I decided to go with that one. And uh, my pick is actually a wrestling theme, Earl. It's um, it's Monday Night Raw. I and I had I had two that I had in mind. I actually went with, underground. Uh, What's that? Is it the Union Underground version? Uh it's uh it's Burn to the Ground is the name of the song. I'd have to look up who sings it. It's um it's the two thousand I think they used it like in two thousand and eleven. Um uh let me let me stall here real quick. But uh it's actually Nickelback, I remember. It's actually a nickelback song, wow. nickelback. which is which is odd, but it fits so well. Just the little blurb they've got, and it's just um it just it's it it, it feels like it's a wrestling theme. I mean it's it's got you don't think heavy guitars with Nickelback, but they do a pretty good job with it. So that's the one I was choosing. It was either that or um, "Want to Be Loved," which I'm trying to remember who sings that too. But uh, it's Papa Roach, I believe. Yeah, it is Papa Roach. So I, I mean, so, it was between those two, and I decided to go with "The Burn It to the Ground." It's a little more just harder than "Want to Be Loved," but uh, so that's uh, that was my choice. So I, I didn't think anybody would come close to that. So that's my number one. My pick.
0: see, Brad, I was thinking you've had the Nitro theme. And yeah, the like, like, theme
2: was good. I I I liked it. It's uh, it's like I said. It's just I don't know why. It's just that when I think of wrestling, unfortunately, it's and and it's a bad time in wrestling at that point. But it's 2011. It's 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 very mm-hmm. very stale at that point. But it's the theme song just kind of gets me. So
0: yeah, when you mentioned Raw, I'm like, man, please tell me it's Union Underground. Uh, move to the music
2: that's a good one it was like 1b Mm -hmm. i think so that is a very good one so
0: that one yeah that that one would not be suitable for most kids to listen to (laughs) but i mean even even the edited version uh, is every other word um now mark what are your three variety uh themes
3: so variety started as basically where i dumped all the game show themes i liked (laughs) um so we started at about 15 but then i cut it down pretty quickly but then i had a last minute realization within the past like 48 hours it's like there is a as earl has called it a non-cartoon kids show here that really needs to be long it ended up being one of my um runners up and that was square One. Oh yeah okay oh yeah and so again that was another show i grew up with and the theme song you know <laughs> 80s and electronica and synth at its finest um and a great intro too you know, just again, bright and colorful, especially if you're a little kid who's wanting to learn about numbers and wanting to shout follow out. Math Man all the time everywhere. And shout out to Reggie Cathy, you know, detect-
1: right? I think Reggie <laughs> Cathy was on there. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Square One TV is one of my runners up. And I blame Earl for the other runner up because <laughs> It's a hundred (laughs) thousand dollar, and he knew it last night too because I was like, Yep, what other theme song? What other gaming? And I had so many other ones. He was on when I cut Scrabble from the 80s, when I cut Classic Concentration, I cut High Rollers from the 70s, and I cut Now You See It, you know, which. And it's just like, and I was like, It has to be Pyramid. And I I think Earl had to hold back the laughing,
4: (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) the mm-hmm. theme writer extraordinaire you know we always forget you know we always think of Mike Post but there's plenty of uh, other big names like Bob Colbert he did uh, yeah. the original Password, what, Password. theme. he did $100,000 pyramid. pyramid he did Dark Shadows mm-hmm. and he did a, a ton of themes
3: right yeah I was just gonna say yeah but the pyramid theme like I think we like you know at least three of us if not all of us agree is one of those themes that will that just doesn't get old yeah. um and the 80s version improved upon the 70s version quite a bit you yes. know you know and just i'll I'll, I'll, have,
2: I'll have to listen to that just uh i guess i guess you all have just kind of convinced me to at least
1: listen to you've heard once. it once you hear it you'll know okay I mean, but uh um, okay. you oh, just, exactly. just your memory just needs to be jogged that's
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so and by the way when we're done with this category that's not to say that game shows may not make an appearance in other ways we still got a couple left but um yeah. I was like, you know, again, nostalgia being my strongest motivator for my choices. My top variety one had to be the '80s Wheel of Fortune theme because okay. that's
1: also a good one. I almost yeah. had one on there.
3: Yeah, you know, and a lot of a lot of the game show fandom really likes you know the remixes from the early '90s um, where they add a lot of sax and you know, updated it. But when we're talking about you know me as a kid and like some of like the first songs that I identified with, that was one of the first songs which I really like. I know at song, you know, even as like a three or four year old, Hey, that's the wheel song kind of thing. And it just, it, again, it kind of, when wheel at that time was just so very, very popular and so very successful. And this like seemed like everybody and their grandmother watched it every night, mm. you know, it kind of led into this show where, you know, you know, these really big prizes where they're giving away Jaguars and Beamers and Mercedes and Porsches all the time. And then, Oh, you can take this, $50,000 trip around the world if you want and it's like and this is just like the perfect kind of lead into to that kind of this elegant sort of this catchy, you know humming sort of you know, I almost wanted to yeah, this glamorous type song, you know So yeah. uh, as a kid though, that's definitely the nostalgia You know lens I'm putting over and I would identify the wheel theme with and it's unfortunate because in the past 20 years the wheel of fortune themes are in no way any sort of memorable at all and if you ask someone to hum like what's the wheel of fortune theme they will still hum the 80s version even though it has not been used on the show in any form in over 20 years Mm -hmm. so kind of like the jeopardy theme they've updated that and done a really great job i think of updating the jeopardy theme over almost 40 years now yeah i feel like they could have done the same with wheel but they just didn't so which i think is a shame wheel became my top spot for variety then from the 80s wheel theme
0: (laughs) yeah and i would say this we always hear the story about Wheel of Fortune how Merv Griffin basically had a big hand in that show, even down to yep. the music, yep. as opposed to Jeopardy. He, he was there, he'd show up, okay, everything looks fine. He goes over to Wheel and, and would really have his hands on. You know, so you think that the theme mm-hmm. reorchestration to this, it went from like big band version of the original theme to now is just some mess. It's just, yeah, it's jazzy big band.
3: It's- yeah. And the thing about it, is, you know, going back to Merv, Merv composed both the Wheel of Fortune 80s theme and the, you know, which was used for many years, and then the Jeopardy theme. And like the other thing is that at the end of the Wheel of Fortune theme song for many, many, many years was your puzzle solve, you know, catch. So when someone solves a puzzle, the sound effect plays at the very, very end of the theme when you hear the whole version. And most people don't know that. So a lot of the sound effects, even from the show, came from the theme songs over the years, certain parts of it that just worked cut and spliced out so I thought that was also when I learned that where I was like oh wow I didn't know that but um yeah Murph as you said Earl had a huge hand in wheel and I think that was a big reason why in the 80s it was such a or not. because it was his baby basically yeah
0: yeah man those are some solid ones and we're gonna see a lot of similarities well not a lot. variety for me I started off this was really tough because I had to cut out a ton of themes and I think that because we have a lot of scenarios, one, I have to do a B for my number two. So first, my honorable mention is the NFL on CBS scene used from 1992 to 93 before they left the Fox, and then the first two years they came back before they went to the uh, now known CBS scene. It was introduced, uh, I forget what Super Bowl, it was the Redskins-Bill Super Bowl, and okay. that was is a very memorable one, and if you hear mm-hmm. it, you know what it is. But And they were using it on the Westwood One broadcast on the radio for a very long time until they started following, see, maybe like five, ten years ago with, with what CBS was doing. But it's something about the patentry of it. It's better than basically ESPN's inside the NFL theme, and it's better than the NFL on Fox. And while it was only used for really four or five years at one yeah. point, it to me, it is football. And mm-hmm. it is very yeah. synonymous. Number two, I have to do a B because my honorable mention one A is the twenty-five slash hundred thousand dollar pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a
3: conspiracy.
0: If you hear the original version of the ten slash twenty thousand dollar pyramid? They always say that basically the updated version, which is the twenty-five and hundred thousand dollar, is basically they took the notes of the original version. Turned it sideways and really uh based and put more of a bass emphasis on it and mm-hmm. it the same song, but yep. uh, I mean again that's that. how I you know you go on the internet you find random stuff that's how I found the DMX one and yes. <laughs> yeah that song still kicks that's got the bass uh, like mm-hmm. I put in my notes never gets old plus DMX remix that was
4: enough <laughs> um, <No> said, right
0: <laughs> yeah enough oh, there from my B my honorable mention uh, B. It would be, according to what they call a title, there's so many different variations of it. This one is called The Fun of It. It is the theme from Password from 1971 to
3: 1974 on
0: ABC. I knew that'd be on there. <laughs> yeah, and I was debating it, and that was just sort of, you know, especially once we started getting to everybody's got Pyramid except Brad. Uh, I was like, you might as well just put that in as a, as my other alternate there for Pyramid. That's a really tough one, and I had to cut that early, but it was really tough. My number one. This is a remix. When I think of my childhood and I think of Saturday mornings, there is one show that comes to the forefront: "The Sound of Philadelphia '87." This is the theme to Soul Train. Soul Train, oh, okay. The, the 1987 version of Soul Train, uh, performed by George Duke, RIP. That is the version I remember of it, and I think you know when I think of that show, I think of. McDonald's commercial, Coca-Cola commercial, just for me, that they did little just-for-me uh, perm mm-hmm. uh, kits they would do for the girls, and that that, that was, and, and of course, the Soul Train scramble board and everything else, but when I think of that theme, that, to me, is the Soul Train theme. Mm-hmm. They could not improve any better on that, and again, it went downhill after that. It is not the original sound of Philadelphia, but it is a very suitable upgrade. When they do it 80s style, it's a lot of synthesizer, keyboards, and things like that, but it was mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. There was nothing that could beat that version of that song. And I have both versions of that song. The original Sound of Philadelphia done by the, backing, you know, the Philadelphia backing band MFSB. But I think George Duke did a very good job on, on his update. Now we move on to the pre-1980s slash black or white uh, category. And Ben, we'll go with you.
1: Most of mine are really just classics, I think, and I just stuck with that. So my first honorable we'll mention will be uh, "I Dream a Genie." Okay. Uh, again another nice. one you just people know. I mean, yeah. uh, I think that's that's a Nick and Night show there. For yeah, so yeah, that
2: was that was an original one. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I think I, I hear that song. I think of the TV show. I remember watching it um, even before Nick and Night. It was on syndication before yeah. on uh, you know, on like whatever, Fox forty-five or something like that. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I think of that scene too in Ferris Bueller's Day Off where he's dancing to that. So that one uh, is a lot. We already kind of mentioned it. So maybe I'll cheat and I'll just, I'll empty out the quiver because I only had four anyway. Um, I had the Jeffersons on there for a lot of the reasons that Earl said, you know, it's just kind of soul. And it it just makes you feel good, you know? I know it's been sampled a lot and kind of mangled in a lot of ways, you know, maybe overused in some ways, but it's still a strong theme. Uh, The Odd Couple, theme which is another yeah. one i think just people know and yeah. hear and it's like if you set up kind of a slob versus snob thing if you just play that song people get it like they get what mm-hmm. you're trying to do yeah. and uh another one you know i get I, I just enjoy this theme i don't know why it's the theme to laverne and shirley what is it um oh, gonna, gonna, gonna way way dreams that. come true or oh, something like yeah. that yeah that i just like that song you know i you mm-hmm. know it's just really upbeat and yeah. when you match it to actual like opening credits and you know, they're just you know, it's just yeah. Laverne and shirley you know, they're just novel, trying to have a good time awesome and make it, you know. Yeah. They're just trying to trying to live their lives. So I <laughs> i just enjoyed that one. Yeah. You know, I was gonna
0: say, have you heard the version of the new odd couple theme that was from the eighties with Ron Glass and Damon Wilson? Mm, i
1: have to check that one out. Yeah. It's
0: basically that theme but very synthesized. Um, Quack. yeah, another we, you know, when we start saying R.I.P. to so many people, it's like a uh, you know, R.I.P. Ron Glass, yeah. but um, yeah, but yeah, it's a very solid, similar to it, better than the uh, Matthew Perry version, which barely. Oh yeah, Ooh, come yeah, long,
3: but, yeah. I think mm. it's a pretty solid. One.
1: Yeah,
3: I like those choices. Oh yeah, <laughs> very much.
1: Just go, can't go wrong with with sticking with the classics. No, nah. mm-hmm. um, right.
2: Mine, um, actually looking back one might not be i'll go ahead and start with my honorable mentions i might have to make an adjustment but um my uh my first honorable mention is this is a catch-all category for me the next two uh the this one in the 1980s is the present are kind of yep. catch-all for me so um but the um the first one is actually the Beverly Hillbillies. Um, really? I, I, I ah. just, and actually it was a weird way to find out how I remembered it. Cause it's actually, I have Sirius XM and I was actually listening to it on the way home and the the ballad of Jed Clampett came on. And I was like, you know, <laughs> this, this is just, this is a very good, very funny song. It's just, it tells you everything um, all together. It's just a very good song. The next one on my list is the Starsky and Hutch season two theme song. Ooh. Um, I, gotcha, right? I think it, I, I think well. it is. Yeah, the, the season one one was was okay, but I listened to season one, two, and it was uh, season two. One and it was just um, very well done. So it's very upbeat and it's uh, just very very funky. And my third one is actually the original Hawaii Five O. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's '60s, pre-80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought it was. I, th- I thought it might have been early '80s for some reason. I don't know
1: why. It stayed but... till about the early, almost yeah. The early. 80s. Yeah, yeah so, but, ran uh, a long time. Yes, it's, it's mm-hmm. not
2: quite. um When you think of Hawaii, you kind of think of like the slow, melodic uh ukulele type yeah. of but And this one is just—it's like, it just, yeah, I mean, it just gets yeah. you right off the bat with just, um, and it just—it keeps you there the whole time. And I think it's—it's it's just. It's just a nice way to intro a show like that. So, and it just, and I'm glad CBS. Uh, when I didn't watch it often, but my mom loved watching it. With the the remake they did, they they pretty mm. much kept it
3: to a T with it. So they um, did pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's my pick. The Y5O theme song. Y5O is on my list too, and <laughs> I ended up having to get cut painfully. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a tough one. Tough. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Now, Mark,
0: your three choices. I would say this, Brad. When I I'm thinking Beverly Hillbillies, too. That was really, really tough to try to, oh, I was thinking Beverly Hillbillies. Uh, yeah. You know, we're going to notice a lot of classics uh, were, were cut off the list just because of, by, you know, by attrition. It's like, this is so hard to yep. do. Again. Besides, besides,
2: I love bluegrass music, and I mean, you can't, I mean, you can get horns. Horns are real good, but I love me a good banjo, too. When you get a good banjo <laughs> going, it's, it's so good.
3: And you know, kind of like what you all have said so far, my 80s and my pre 80s and my post 80s became um, catch alls, dumping grounds for everything else that I couldn't fit anywhere else. Yeah. So, I, just to give you an idea about things that I threw in here that I ended up having to cut um, the Adams family, Rhoda. What else here oh I had a couple of game show themes as I mentioned high rollers before Andy Griffith was in there at a point Andy Griffith yes. was, was
2: a was a late late minute scratch for me so yeah was, me too it was it was between that and uh Starsky and Hutch I was like I was like ah.
3: so yeah. Right. There's the a monsters. Lot. Yeah. yeah yeah and actually yeah. probably the, the most surprising one if someone looked at it was super train. i actually love the super train theme (laughs) the show can go wherever but i love the theme but um so my three picks so again i had another cartoon that got moved here and i was vacillating so much because it's like i love this theme and again it's memorable it's well known it's the pink panther Uh, okay yeah yeah. So and again, talking about as a kid, what you grew up watching, Pink Panther, you know, was one of the big cartoons. And you know, again, you're in the other room, and if you hear that starting rise, you're like, it's the Pink Panther. <laughs> kind of go running in there. And so Pink Panther, I think, is just again another timeless, iconic theme. But that was a runner-up. Um, my other runner-up um was Family Feud. Ooh, and so I actually prefer the eighties version, which put it a little more of the drums and everything else in it, which is opposed to the seventies version, which had the banjo. And that was very dominant, but either, or, I mean, it's almost the same theme and it's uh, again, very iconic theme. And it's the only one to this day, I think, you know, the feud premiered in 76 it's 2020 and with very, very, very minimal changes, they still use that same theme.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I like my, even though it's not on my list, the ninety four ninety five version Dude of Family is Feud great where Richard Dawson returned. That's a pretty solid one. A solid legitimate upgrade. Or that's around the era when they did like the saxophone version of the Price is Right theme.
3: Yes. Like
0: that Again, those two are not on my list. But I always just say, really, other than like the botched uh, version of like Louis Anderson's Family Feud. Oh, uh, yeah. Pretty similar.
3: So my number one pre-80s theme. And again, I was thinking about, again, we had TV Land and Nick at Night as a kid, and I discovered so many different shows. But the first one I discovered, which I think of all those shows had like, oh, I really, really liked the show. And I, I hate to say it like this. I had this impression, you know, pre 1980s, everything was stodgy and everything was uptight. And, you know, I, I had that impression. And then I watched the Mary Tyler Moore show and I realized I wasn't. <laughs> so my top pre 80s is Mary Tyler Moore the third season on, the the third through sixth season. So that was the second theme when they fully flushed it out and she finally threw her hat in the air. That's <laughs> is a um it's a great intro to a theme. I think it's a great matching the personality of the show and matching the personality of Mary Tyler Moore herself. Um but it's also just a catchy theme. It's light and it's a nice, positive, happy, you know but a happy kind of song and is reflective, I think, of the series itself. And it still is, I think, just catchy and memorable. People know that song to this day still. So yeah. I gave my pre-'80s to Mary Tyler Moore. I Love Lucy, you know, I apologized to Lucy and said thank you to Mary in the process.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I actually had uh, I Love Lucy on my list at one time for the pre-'70s, but I, I just couldn't keep it. It was too much. I want to say this, this was not on any of my lists. But a show like Alice, that show changed its theme every season, and I would not have put any of the nine on there. Okay, maybe season five or whatever, but other than that, a show that has changed, the, the while the lyrics were the same, it changed style pretty much every season. Mm-hmm. And that was a show like, oh, my gosh. I don't
3: know. Rhoda changed their theme a little bit each year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like the second theme they changed the least like they had it like a couple of seasons, but yeah. because um, it was the season one wrote a theme that I was gonna put on there. I just like that sort of seventies wom that I like I like about it. But yeah, they changed their song quite a bit too. So
0: mm-hmm. my uh choices now this was tough to arrange it. This was in my instrumental, but I had to bump it down. Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> so
2: yeah. Dallas Very Dallas was like a... Was final
0: a season Dallas. That is probably the preeminent one. Uh, the orchestral version, I never saw the one that was on TNT. And the season basically from 78 up to like 87, they were you know a little dated. But the 1990 to 91 final season, that is the version of Dallas that I always think of when I hear that theme. Yeah. Number two. This one was used for two different shows. Uh, this was... Co-written by Quincy Jones and Bill Cosby. Yes, by Bill Cosby. This is the theme. It's called "Chump Change." This yeah. is the theme to the game show. Now you see it, and the new Bill Cosby show. If you hear it, it is very funky. That was the funky song that I'm talking about, and Ben. I know if you listen to it, you will agree. I'll to check it out. Quincy Jones. You cannot go wrong. Uh, that is a very
4: yeah.
0: And that was I was number mm-hmm. my number one, but my number one. I could not let this slide. I could not let this not be on the list. And the show aired in the, uh, what, 73, 74? Ended right at 80 or so. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Rockford Files. Oh, yeah, Yeah. see, that's a strong one. That's very strong. Mm -hmm. The Rockford Files is a very, very, very good one. And they updated their teams throughout the years. But, I mean, the preeminent one I think of is the one that you can find it on YouTube. There's one where they superimpose the Andy Kaufman thing where he's yelling at Jerry Lawler about you this is BS my friend and I will see you. But um but yeah, basically yeah, the version that they have, the full album version, three minutes and about fifteen seconds or so. That was great. It shocked me one time while I was walking through Harrington Raceway when they were in the casino thing, and they were playing it, and that was like I'm shocked they're actually playing this. You know, this is what, 2017 and they're playing this? And I'm yeah. like mm-hmm. Yeah, even over. Mike Post
1: um, again, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah.
0: Miles, that this is the one. RIP, James Garner.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, just getting back to Dallas real quick. That was kind of the golden age of those dramas. Like I, yeah. I always associate mm-hmm. like the Dallas theme. Dynasty, dynasty and to yeah, a lesser dynasty. extent maybe like Knott's landing like all yeah. three of them yeah. kind of yeah. put together for me but dallas i mean dallas is a great one.
2: yeah da- dallas just uh-huh. missed the uh dramas cut board for me it was like
3: number four number five so it's right up my alley with the instrumental dynasty was on my list i also had trump change on my list too earl um and that was a, another sad cut because yeah it's a great candidate for the most hopping game show theme ever <laughs> yeah so many hard decisions we had to make guys <laughs> not even in-house
0: style uh theme like i said normally most game shows are done by like score productions or, mm-hmm. or you know guys like bob cole or ed kaloff who did the redo on heavy action for the yeah. uh, i think the abc the late 80s nine early 90s abc version of Monday Night football and the double their theme but yeah and a lot of those themes you know it's tough like i said you know, everybody knows Mike Poe, but then, like I said, we have two Quincy Jones themes on here and, and a sort of other ones. But we start getting to the last round, the 1980s to the present. Then you start off with your three picks.
1: This is where it just really becomes a grab bag, and mm-hmm. I'm going to miss some, and, but these are just the songs I thought of, and it was like we're getting towards the end of the list, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to roll with these, and mm-hmm. whatever it is, it is. Um, my honorable mentions are going to go um, Angela, which is the theme to Taxi. Ah, yeah, little, you know. Every time I try to make my own soundtrack to my life, and like when I over, sometimes you when know, <laughs> I go over to the Bay Bridge, just want to play that. You know, I feel that.
3: I hear that, man. I hear yeah. that <laughs> soundtrack to our lives. Yeah. Um. Who's the boss?
1: Oh, one on one.
3: One. yeah. That's. Uh-huh. A
1: I was telling Brad this when you listen to it, the guy just belts the hell out of it. It's the Baywatch theme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is a very good one. And yeah. then, Earl, um, like you and I, I've shown this to you a bunch of times. You know, Adam Scott did this thing. It was called, like, The Greatest Show in Television History or whatever. And basically, it was a half an hour special that culminated in Adam Scott uh, going shot for shot, uh, remaking TV credits. So one year, he did Heart to Heart. One year, he did Simon and Simon. One year, he did Tooth Closer Comfort. And then one year, he did Bosom Buddies. And that's my number one is bosom buddies because they got everybody they got tom hanks for cameo and also billy joel they're like billy joel you're finally gonna be able to get this uh, sing the song that you (laughs) wrote that they don't use in the theme is like all right and then the final edit they don't use this theme they just use the regular theme so (laughs) bosom buddies that's you know that i just like that again on youtube you should check it out i think it's like the greatest greatest show ever made or something like that and Especially for you guys like Mark, you'd enjoy it. It's basically just shot for shot remake. So Adam Scott is wow. um you know, in heart to heart. Adam Scott is the Peter Scalari character in Bosom Buddies and then the Tom Hanks character is actually played by Paul Rudd. So it's just it's good. It's entertaining. Hmm.
0: Yeah, Interesting. I, I'm surprised they stopped doing those because, man, they could go on forever doing yeah, yeah. all those. They're all
1: great. I mean, Heart, for, Heart to Heart is probably the weakest one, but Too Close for Comfort is good. And Chelsea Peretti is in there. And then uh, Heart to Heart actually has Amy Poehler. And then Simon and Simon, it's uh, John Hamm as the Joe McCraney. And then uh, Adam Scott is uh, the other guy whose name I can't remember at the moment. So
0: I mean, honestly, I'm surprised they didn't do Odd Couple because that would have been – Yeah. I mean, all the things they could have done, Odd Couple – perfect strangers mm-hmm. um yeah oh man there's so many uh
1: there's so many they could do they could have even done silver spoons for, for everything they could have done if i could just throw in one more it's a theme song to cops Inner yeah. circle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cop, cops cops, oh, was right. cops. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cops. Hey, it, i mean it basically spawned the uh, will smith martin warren's yeah. franchise so. <laughs> <laughs> they say it right yeah <laughs> you gotta learn the lyrics yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just yeah. the course so, yeah
2: Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, that, it was on my cutting board list, but um, for for, uh, for my 80s to present. So, uh, And actually, for mine, it actually spans the three decades. I got an 80s, I got a 90s, and I got a 2000s. So my 80s, I was going to go with um, MacGyver. It was my 1A, but since we mentioned MacGyver, I'll actually go with the uh, theme song to Roseanne, just the harmonica. I just love that harmonica. It's got that blue Chicago feel to it. And it just goes throughout, and it's so good. I thoroughly enjoyed. it. I enjoyed I the MacGyver one a little better, but I, lo- I do love that Roseanne theme just because I love me some harmonica. So that, That's my 80s. My 90s, and I think Earl might get a kick out of this, it's actually the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme. Um, <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, and Will Smith just does a great job just even acting out while the song is going on. I just think it does a mm-hmm. real good job. So it's it's a good intro to the actual show, too. But my pick... And this one might be a surprise. It's, it's a 2000s TV show. It's actually um, Psych, actually. I know you know. It really <laughs> this That's song. a good one. Mm. And, I, and I love, I love me some Psych. And it's just, it's one of those ones where the song lyrics actually match up what the TV show is is doing. And it's so good. And it's so funny. And just Psych itself is just a hilarious show. So. Oh
0: my God, um, that is hilarious. I was thinking, you know, that song didn't get on my list, but when I think about it, that is a hilarious song. Um. Brad, did you ever see the SNL clip where the guy did his own version of the Fresh Prince
1: saying what really happened? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I did not. I'll have to watch that. Oh, Jessica Chastain, oh, right? And uh, yeah, think, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not bad. That's not it's bad. Not bad. Oh, my All right. I'll oh, give that. It delivered so. oh. a couple oh. of years ago, actually, or okay. maybe even two yeah. years ago. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, I was like, I've seen it once. I haven't seen it again. I have to look at it. Uh, Mark, you're 1980s to present.
3: This is another case of where, you know, looking at the list, you know, things got dumped. Um, somebody, you know, already mentioned who's the boss. <laughs> that was one of my runner-ups.
1: <laughs> I suppose, we, specifically... well, I guess maybe not, that we have more or less overlap than I thought we would. So. Yeah.
3: Seasons, um, yeah, the second season, seasons three to five, I think, which was the longest one. I mean, that's catchy. So. Yeah. With that in mind, I'm just look at a couple of things that I ended up cutting off. LA law was in that category yeah. at a point. I love the LA law theme. Um, Hunter was in there. Oh yeah. That's oh, good. yeah. I love the Hunter theme. Um, ER was in there. Um, classic diagnosis. Murder was in there.
0: Oh, was yeah, a good one. <laughs> nah,
3: good. The X files was in there. Oh Yeah. I thought about yeah, that. One.
2: I mean, that crossed my mind briefly, but.
3: And so, so just some of the other ones I consider, but end up crossing off. But, um, To my top two, really, what it became, I gave my runner-up to Star Trek The Next Generation.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's a good old
3: stroll. And again, it's another example of when I was younger, I didn't watch the show, but I loved the theme. That sci-fi, that space theme, which, again, me being a space kind of sciencey type guy, you know, it surprises people when it's like, oh, you're not a big Trekkie fan or a big Star Wars fan? No, I'm not. But I will tell you that, yeah, that theme was... Amazing. And really just, I guess, let the imagination soar. Especially with the intro and the Enterprise flying all around and Picard's introduction. You know, got to get Picard's love. So (laughs) that became runner-up to the 80s Jeopardy theme. There's just not going to be, I think, a better theme for Jeopardy. They remixed it a bunch of times, but I still like the 80s, the synth version of it. The version with the bongo drums that they added in the early 90s was great but um i always am one of those that's like again going back to wheel that's an iconic theme song it's the song that everybody associates with the show because it's classic and it's catchy and it's another song that i think is just again like pyramid too where i think it's pretty timeless and people know exactly what it is when it starts I ended up giving my top pick to the 80s Jeopardy theme. Okay.
0: It's funny, you were talking about Star Trek Next Generation. That was used, I forget which Star Trek movie, that was used before it was the Next Generation.
3: It was, it? yeah, it was the uh, first uh, Star Trek movie oh, okay. when the new Enterprise was coming out, which again, I didn't originally know. I didn't originally even see the original Star Trek movies until a couple years ago. And then that theme started playing. And I'm like, it's the Next Generation theme. Oh my God. So yeah, that's where we're based from.
0: Yeah, I still have not seen any other than like Generations and like the three, two of the three J.J. J. Abrams movies. I have not seen those. My uh 1980s to present. Now, it's funny. We've again some crossovers. So one is Night Court, which was been mentioned. But I, I can tell you some of the ones I crossed off that I didn't use that fit the time period. Hey, dude from Nickelodeon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude solid <it's> <laughs> one.
4: That no, I was I was win. debating that. Good um, choice.
0: The NBA on TNT from 1995. Those are again. That's the one I don't. It's very heavy with the the trumpets and everything. It's better than to me. It's better than the current one. Uh, I know that one's more iconic, but you know sometimes just because you are around longer doesn't mean it's like the Simpsons episode where they talk about Mickey Mouse. It's like I wasn't funny. I was here first. You know, compared to the Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah. But others that I had. I had Amen that I crossed off. Silver Spoon, Season yeah. 4. Season 4, Silver Spoons. I have to, to identify that specifically because the first two seasons were black. That Season 5 was awful, uh, but that one was good. I, again, I did have Who's the Boss as well that I crossed off. And Living College Seasons 3 and 4, mm. that uh, might be Seasons 2 through 4 before they went back to the remix version of Season 1, but – Seasons two through four, that, that was, those were my favorites, but those are ones that were on the cutting room floor. Night Court was one of my alternates. I was debating with this, uh, with number two and number one. My honorable mention, number two is Perfect Strangers.
3: Yeah, I figured that would be on there.
0: <laughs> that, that was probably ahead of Family Matters and Hierarchy is Perfect Strangers, Family Matters, and everything else, sort of, in the TGIF. Thing. Uh, just the ten of us was a solid theme that I did not put on there. But but my number one is Jeopardy nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety seven. The Bongos and Synthesizer theme, which is <laughs> yeah. an upgrade to the version Mark mentioned for his number one. Their heavy emphasis on the bongos, and that's mm. the sort of version I remember growing up. And you know,
3: it's funny because it's like again, the themes on are so similar, Earl you know it's the the bongos you know mm-hmm. which i can you know agree and it's just like it almost it's like a flip of the coin i mean it's like most people probably wouldn't even be able to tell the difference mm-hmm. but you like the bongos and i like the electronic you know intro i think which the is, original it's
0: still a pick up. it's like basically going a different simpsons reference it's the malibu stacy with the new hat Basically, <laughs> <laughs> that know, is not basically, a bad comparison actually. <laughs> you didn't have to pay for the new Jeopardy theme. It's just like, hey, there's not a mistake, but she's got a hat this time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, the, honestly, uh, there was a lot of crossover. Again, I didn't think the three of us would have the pyramid theme. <laughs>
3: Yeah, Pyramid was the surprise. There was Jeopardy, which you and I are not surprised. Um, who's yeah. the boss?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: And Night quartz? I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: surprised. I know that we were talking. I talked to Ben about it, and then not knowing I talked to Mark about it. The Oprah theme, uh, Quincy Jones' yes. Oprah theme, was one that we probably had to cut out. It was yeah. so
3: tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I, 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 I had the Oprah theme on here, too.
2: Yeah. And Earl, I know you mentioned Family Matters. It was on the borderline from my '80s to present as well. I really, I really like that intro. It's a good intro. We so, had the Donahue theme
3: on a. Oh yeah, Donahue. and yeah. we yeah. had yeah. Donahue. Right, and then the Tonight Show of Johnny Carson. <laughs> ah, that's a good one. And so, so I was just yeah surprised by about the overlap that just the two of us had. Even.
1: We mentioned Cameron before, so Cameron has sampled. At least the Land story from 2013. So he might have done more since then. He had sampled – at 2013, he had already sampled nine TV themes. We have – we mentioned five of them. He sampled the Golden Girls, Magna P.I., Night Court. I know that's a favorite of Earl's. Or the Carrot Remix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Monday Night Football, Hill Street Mm -hmm. Blues, The Facts of Life, Give Me a Break, NFL – NFL uh, films that did, uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Dun, 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 yeah, and then Sports Center, the sports hour oh, theme. So okay. the Golden Girls one, uh, You should just listen to it. It's uh, it's, that it it's, must it's, be uh, interesting. it's something. It's worth five minutes of your time at least once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the reason I remember halftime show, which is the one he did with Sports Center, it's like you're like Alex Trebek, you're in jeopardy, something, yeah, 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 something. Not a referee. I, I just those are the the distinct lines that come up in halftime show. That's the one I remember by camera. I mean, of course, Horse and Carriage. When I Shout heard that, I was, I was in college. <laughs> Dipset. Like 2000,
4: yeah. 2002,
0: 2003, yeah. when he did the Horse and Carriage remix. Yeah.
3: yeah. One show I thought that somebody might mention, I, well, I, I, I wasn't sure I was interested, was A Different World. Didn't I talk to you about that last night, Earl? <laughs> yeah, you talked about that. That it was one of those again another show I didn't watch but I always knew the theme and again being a big you know late '80s early '90s R&B fan that's a very that's a, another snap of to me and two, so two I just want
1: to shout out was thinking about it just because I like them um, both Nickelodeon right uh, Avengers of Pete and Pete oh yeah ah. that's a classic I and, love that. that's- and well I get Clarissa is Clarissa. Was that Nickelodeon?
2: That was Nickelodeon. Is cool. that,
0: that Melissa Joan Hart?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely that's yeah. definitely a neck thing. Yeah. So yeah. um a couple a I want to throw out there. Um uh the sixties Spider Man theme. Oh yeah. I, I oh, am yeah, surprised I really,
1: you didn't mention that. It was
2: close. It was one of those ones I had to cut. And uh happy days.
1: I happy days we were talking about I
2: think both versions of happy days, the Bill Haley and the comments version and the and the the other one they did, I think they're both pretty good. Um
0: yeah. Uh, Let's forget the, the final season of Happy Days that was an awful uh that was an awful rendition of the previous what uh seasons two through what seven. Yeah. And then they decided to do a final one with, you know, focusing on Joni and Chachi. Yeah. Nope, that, that's out. Mm-hmm. That one was out.
3: Yeah, Happy Days um, was on here at a point two. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. Um I got a couple
2: more the Bonanza theme. I really <laughs> love the Bonanza <laughs> theme. So that's uh, oh. that's one that I had to cut, unfortunately. And um the last one is actually a weird one. It's Craggle Rock. Cartoon. Oh, that's good. Oh, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. One. yeah I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I yeah. really yeah. love the Fraggle
0: Rock. Theme. Bad, and, uh, Fraggle Rock.
4: And and,
2: yep. and, and, and and like I said,
1: the cartoon ones I had to cut a lot. Those were the, yep. the
2: ones I really had to cut, but uh, uh shamelessly. But yeah. So
1: the other one, it's a little bit more obscure. Maybe Mark, you know this one or Earl? Uh, Riptide scene. You know that. One? Oh, yeah. Oh, another cool one I haven't heard movie. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Holy mackerel. Yeah, that's one that one.
0: popped into my head is a theme from Mission Hill by Cake. Okay. I it's been a very, very long time. I would see it on Adult Swim all the time. Um, let's see, I'm going through the other songs I cut. I cut out the ALF piano theme.
3: <laughs> yep, I had to cut it off too. <laughs> the,
0: the the piano theme is far superior over the saxophone theme, and I'm saying that mm-hmm. one that I mentioned to you guys in the in, in the chat, it is the season seven through ten theme of Saturday Night Live. Which uh, and that file I sent you guys sounds very similar to Mario Kart Deluxe Eight. If you listen, they are separated at birth. Yeah. If you listen <laughs> I mean, to both, you can't tell me that they did not do that. Uh, of course, I had a Taxi and I cut that out. Benson, I cut out. Mm-hmm. That was called. Cool. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, this yeah. Is, I had another modern one, and this was tough. I just put it on there because it's an instrumental Brooklyn Nine Nine, but oh I, yeah, that's they, a good. One. Didn't make it past everything else. Ooh, look at my list. Other songs that I mentioned. I mentioned the Cleveland show I cut.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Just because of the guitar itself. It was Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats.
3: Yep. That, that was, was another so hard hot. cut for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a tough one. I mean, that I was debating Heathcliff and Marmaduke, too, but that hmm. one was like a little yeah. out there. I'm surprised Hong Kong Food was not mentioned at one point. A pup named Scooby-Doo. Yep. Uh,
1: yeah. I thought Scooby-Doo might be mentioned. Yeah. Denver I, the I, last
0: dinosaur. I had to cut. That was. Denver. Do really
1: you say Denver the last dinosaur? Yeah. yeah, yeah, was yeah. <laughs> <I was amazing. laughs>
0: Inspector Gadget.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, he Man, Masters of the Universe. I think I mentioned that. Yeah. New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. That um, was a
3: hard one.
1: Um, Captain Planet.
3: I had
1: Captain Planet. Well, and that's
0: only the end. I, I can't do a song that's only strong on its outro. Uh, yeah. That final season showed why. Different strokes. Seasons one through seven and yeah. season eight. Yeah. Um, Alan Thick, RIP. No one said facts of life. Oh, I, I just, in the
1: camera thing, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, shout out so. to uh, Charles in Charge. Yeah. that was a I'm good a couple theme. More. Um,
2: Walker, Texas Ranger was a good ah, one. That. I, he crossed I, my mind, too. Yeah, I, it's just one. I, for some reason, I grew up watching that show, and it's just like, it just it gets you for some reason and uh
0: mm-hmm.
2: i never really got into this show but the theme the theme song it's it's the lyrics kind of get you it's actually the fraser show the, the, oh yeah it's, yeah
0: it's, i thought fraser yeah. too i yeah, thought you were gonna be able to do a big build up to "Touched by an angel or something because uh touch by an angel that's oh. a solid one too rp gallery yeah. which is another sad thing when you think about all the shows we watch as kids yeah yeah a lot of the voices and names they're gone. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Not to bring it down, but I've been watching the, like the first four seasons of Seinfeld. It can't get any darker than, than watching those. But uh, mm-hmm. I also had another thing, Tic Tac Doe. I yeah. cut that was a very tough one. The theme to concentration from nineteen seventy-two to seventy-eight plus seventy-nine called Fast Break. That was cut. The NBA on TNT uh for nineteen ninety-two. That was one that was very tough. Because there was hardly any good i also thought of youtube metrics that was very hard to find a very clean copy the, the audio quality was not good but it was something i pardon me i remembered before they went to the, the theme in 1995 yeah pretty much that list because those were very tough we mentioned uh tonight show theme of course right. arsenal hall's theme that was a mm. really 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 good one
1: yeah i mean you know i mean that's the thing that's tough i mean we could go hours and hours and, yeah. uh, but, um, I, right. I think we got a pretty solid list. Yeah. So. I think it's pretty good. I think
2: it's pretty good. I think we did a yeah. good job And it. I mean, even though we did have some overlap between our honorable mentions and our, our choices, I mean, I think most of the choices were pretty, uh, most of our picks were pretty, uh, diverse I think yeah so. mm-hmm.
3: I think we had a broad spectrum yeah yeah and especially when you look at the things that we cut you know yeah. Yeah. and it gets really broad like I mean it's like yeah. we're talking about like 50s and things I have like for example with like cartoon scenes I have like Popeye and yeah. the original Pluto Disney theme we're talking then pre-50s yeah at that point and so it's like it's I think we hit the full broad spectrum from very early television to modern actually quite well yeah
0: i can't think of anything else when it comes to that as we wrap this up what are some things going on with the movies in the meal podcast ben
1: and brad um we're still just grinding away new movies and old retro movies new movies um you know we've been doing a lot of kind of independent movies right now and and things like that but um you know you can always find us at uh movies in the mail og at gmail.com we're at uh movies in the meal on twitter and we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and we're working on a couple other avenues. But uh, yeah, man, we're still grinding. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Shout out to you for making the logo.
0: I tell you, honestly, I feel like when you get a good idea of what you want to do, and I I listen, like I said, really the the idea of what you guys wanted for the show, I I listened to Ben and... We came up with the perfect blend. When you think of those two things, I think of a movie reel. I think of a plate, maybe a movie ticket, something along those lines. And the biggest thing we did with that logo, we tried to emulate a lot of the colors that were associated with old school Hollywood. And I Mm -hmm. think that was the thing. And a lot of you guys will go a little further into depth about that logo. But we tried to go with a neon reflection of movies. And then, Neil, I always think of the blue plate special at diners. And that's how we got that. Combination of the logo and things like that, and honestly, it, I don't think it even took a couple hours. I think once they had an idea, the biggest pain is just trying to make sure everything's symmetrical and even. That's the only issue. Other than that, once you got everything else and you got an idea in your head, that's how it goes. Mark, the only person up here that doesn't have a podcast yet, you know what's going? Do yeah. you know what's funny is that actually
3: I've been in discussions with a few of the friends at the. um the makerspace i used to help run and we're talking about creating a makerspace and basically we're three main categories making education and nostalgia type podcast mm-hmm. coming up so we'd be talking about everything from video games to making and makerspace is science and tech news stem education and all that kind of thing and we're talking about actually getting it off the ground by the end of 2020, you know, I've been wanting to do a podcast, you know, I've been invited on so many episodes now, but, um, different ones, but now it's like, you know, they've been talking about it and we're going to try to do that. And then the other one is that, um, the new official NASA podcast, I'm going to be on within the next couple of months. Oh, awesome. you know, okay. How's cool. that? Yeah, how is it NASA Goddard? So talking about my role as a state STEM specialist. So I'm getting some podcast airtime in. It's just not on my own show. <laughs> but otherwise I'm still streaming on Twitch as noise, you know, that's my username right there. It's Cole nice. Cola. I'm actually celebrating five years streaming on Twitch, wow, which awesome. is insane nice. to think yeah. I've been doing it that long. I just need to get out of our regular schedules one of these days and maybe I'll actually be able to make it my official job. <laughs> but um all good stuff. I uh, Grace say, if you had
0: your own podcast, what would it be it about?
3: If I had like my own, my own, it would probably be along the lines of an 80s podcast, not surprisingly. So I'd be talking about 80s movies, TV, music, video games, just pop culture, news, the influences of 80s, everything on since then, you know, from 80s on till today. Even right down to, you know, how people dress and, you know, the slang that came into things. So just everything and anything 80s and pop culture that you know, continues to resonate in some form to this day. And if I had to integrate it with video games, I always joked as like, I'm going to call it the aging gamer because I'm aging and I'm still playing. So I'm an aging gamer at this point. And I'm going to be, you know, get my cane out and tell all these kids get off your lawn with your fortnights and your fall guys and all (laughs)
0: that. Eventually we're going to start rolling out some of our older episodes on the Sports Refuge YouTube channel. Uh, Nice. We're in the 70 range and and it's always good to be able to roll out those episodes. That way, if you can't really catch it in your podcast stream, best thing to do, go to YouTube and look for the Sports Refuge and those episodes will become along a few at a time uh, each week up or at least we'll eventually get caught up where the same time the newest episode comes out, the newest episode will be on YouTube as well. But again, I thank you guys for being a part of this and we'll talk to you guys later it's always funny when you're trying to reference a certain song that comes in your head, even when it comes to TV themes, even though it doesn't have to be that. And it's easy to say, as Ben mentioned earlier, depending on the day, depending on what you're listening to, your favorites could really change. And it was a painstaking process trying to really narrow those things down, which makes it a little difficult when you're just trying to figure out what's going to be on the cutting room floor and what's going to stay. And then you have to deal with the hierarchy, which song's better than the other. And it's true that any given moment, it can flip. It's like listening to your favorite song. One day, you're in the mood for this another day you're in the mood for something else, and you may just have a song that's just sort of burning a hole in your brain that you just have to hear. I really appreciate you guys listening to the show, and I hope you stay tuned for our next episode, which is an all-encompassing NBA playoff preview where we get fans of the teams in the playoff hunt to talk about their team as well as give their predictions for the NBA Finals. As always, you can find us on a number of places, including Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and much more. You can always reach out to us on social media at The Sports Refuge on Twitter, or you can reach me at The Earl Holland on Twitter as well. You can also find us on our Instagram pages at Sports Refuge Sports Blog and on Facebook at The Sports Refuge Sports Blog. Until next time, this is Earl Holland saying thanks for listening and have a good one. You've been listening to the Sports Refuge Podcast. For more information about our show and our guests, go to our website at TheSportsRefuge.com. Follow us on Twitter at TheSportsRefuge, on Instagram at Sports Refuge Sports Blog, and on Facebook at The Sports Refuge Sports Blog. Thank you for listening.